forever. Dog. Hey, this is Che Diaz. This cameo is for Kyle. Congrats on that early decision, dude. I just know you're going to kill it at the California Institute of Technology. That's right, Kyle. You are going to kill it at the whatever that was. I don't remember. Oh, you think I can remember everything at the 24-hour show last week? I can't even remember my own freaking name, but it's Tom Sharpling. And I'm here on The Best Show for another exciting episode here as we wind down the month of September. Not really. There's another week or so to go. I'm tired. But tonight we go back to the list of the top 100 wads of all time. We close that out. Or we don't. And we take your calls at 201-989-0012. And I'll even show you this tattoo that I got on the air. You'll get to see it then. Play the theme, please. about me being horny all hours of the day. A few hours in the day, yes, but not all hours of the day. I digress. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Louis? Jesus. Yes. Yeah, Lou, I just want to tell you I like the new album. I hope you shoot a lot of dope. <laughs> That's right. Why has your voice changed over the past few albums? Puberty. Uh-huh. Hello? Hi, what's happening? Nothing. Hello? Yeah, welcome back to the best show here on another Tuesday night. Fun times here in September of 2023. How are we all doing the phone number? By the way, my name is Tom Sharpling, the host of the best show. Uh, It's September 2023. The phone number is 201-989. Zero zero one two. We need to finish this list of the one hundred biggest wads of all time. So get on the phone, and if you have things you want to talk about regarding last week's monumental twenty-four hour broadcast, we did it. We done did it. I knew we could do it, but we did do it. I'm just gonna say. A couple things about it. Well, first of all, we just heard Galaxy 500. Don't let our youth go to waste. Uh, Jonathan Richmond song. On the perfect Galaxy 500 first album today. And uh, we'll talk a lot about youth and uh, life and 
We got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, so I want to tell you, you can all talk about this 24 hour thing. If you want, if you got questions about it, you let me know you got, uh, you want, uh, you want the, the scoop on the BTS behind the scenes. So much to say. Two zero one nine eight nine zero zero one two. If you want to know about where my brain is at, sixty five percent thoughts. Things are. I'm. I'm almost all the way back, but I get hit. Getting back in this chair, uh, with all this stuff in front of me, it bring back some. Uh, yeah, some memories. Of sitting in this chair for a full day. Yikes. And this is what I want to say. And I mean this. I know that hubris sunk the mighty Titanic. I know that. I'm fully aware of that. You don't think I know that hubris sunk the mighty Titanic? You think I'm going to kindergarten? I know how it works. Hubris sunk the mighty Titanic. Twas hubris. But there ain't nobody. But nobody. That could do. One bleeping iota of what I did last week. I held it down for. 24 hours, you want an interview, you get an interview. You want comedy, you get comedy. You get calls, you get that. You get sound collage, you get this. I did everything. I did it better than anybody could do any of the things they do. I did everything better than anyone could ever do it all within me. The debate is over. The best. I'm the best. It has been proved. I proved it last week. Only one pharaoh on the top of that pyramid, baby. Mm. So everybody, subscribe to the Patreon if you like what you heard. Subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Best Show. That's how you support the show. That's how you support us getting guests and doing everything we do. That's how you support it. Patreon.com slash The Best show and i'm watching on the screen all of these clips we had ay 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 with the guests we had right ay 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 we did it we got people to thank yeah you just remember there's one pharaoh on the top of that pyramid you're looking at him. So anyway, I got a tattoo at the end of the show last week. Remember that? Remember when I got a tattoo? Tattoo. Me and my brother were talking to each other about what makes a man a man. Right? You know the song. 
Zip reigns or brown or the month you were born. We just couldn't understand. So I says to my wrist now, Welcome to my life tattoo. And this is the tattoo. Look at that. Look at this. It's the state of New Jersey, where I'm from. But I live here in Los Angeles now. And this is where I belong, but this forever keeps New Jersey alive in my world. And I want to thank thank everybody again. We'll go back through the thank yous uh, later. But I'd like to thank for the tattoo. Hold on. Hold on. A little rusty. Who am I thanking for the tattoo? My brain's not working. I could do it on my phone, actually. Sorry. My brain will work. It solved this problem. What's it? Huh? Dan and Nelson and his, his, I'm going to give you his handles. Every Happy underscore Dan underscore Nelson. Dan did an amazing job with this tattoo. Yeah, there we go. New Jersey. And I saw, I want to say this. I saw every one of you in the chat trying to get in my head. That's not New Jersey. <laughs> you tried to mess with me. Now, if everyone wants to know, did the tattoo hurt? Uh, this is the first tattoo I have. I'll probably get one more in my life. I get a tattoo here that says Crazy Town. And one here that says Butterfly. Just honoring the greats. It didn't hurt. It, it's annoying. It's a seriously annoying sensation. It is so annoying. But it was only three minutes. Dan did an amazing job. Like lightning itself. Again. Only one Pharaoh on the top of that pyramid. You're looking at him and listening to him. Listening more than looking. Pat. Hello, Moto. The little throwback that? there. I, liked, I do remember that. That was fun. See, nobody remembers. I mean, enough people remember, but not enough. My, not my enough. wife doesn't know what I'm talking about. Well, Pat, you got to you gotta get the word back out there again about it. Motorola Razor. Yeah. The, the world is waiting <laughs> for that to be a thing again. <laughs> Hello, Moto. I love it. Great commercial. Mike. Yes, sir. There you, sir. You don't call me, sir. <laughs> no Jason tonight on assignment. So we have the three horsemen. Three amigos? The three amigos. The Lord made his mind up. He said, This mic needs more men. Four men. Three men. 
Amigos. He'll be back next. The Three Amigos. Tonight, the Four Horsemen or the Three Amigos. Here come the Horsemen. Four Horsemen. Yeah, the Four Horsemen. Jason will be back next week. How are you both doing post 24 hour best show? Doing good. Um, Mike left before me, but Mm -hmm. I think I kind of beat jet lag a little. Okay. I stayed up late, um, hung out with Brett Davis. We got some tacos and then I had an early morning. Where'd you get tacos, Pat? You can't breeze past that. It was a late night spot near, not far from where he lives. It was a mm-hmm. parking lot. Seemed like it was a wholesale. I believe that's called dis- Del Taco. Discount. What? Oh wait, no, nope. Brett's texting me. Leo's. 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 Oh yeah. <laughs> so we got some late night tacos. We talked shop, and then I went, went to sleep. Woke up. Ate breakfast, got on a plane, flew during the daytime. On Friday? On, uh, this would have been Saturday. Saturday. Wait, Saturday? Yeah. Saturday, okay. got in. Wait, no, no. Sunday, excuse me. Sunday. Sunday. Someone had a full trip. Full weekend. And then nice. I got in uh, to Newark about 9 p.m. So I, I landed tired, and then I got home mm-hmm. and I went to sleep. So I, I kind of like sort of. Sort of beat the jet lag. A That's how my guy does it. Mike, you got back on yeah. Friday. You flew back on Friday. Is that correct? Yeah, very early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, what time was your flight? It was 8.15. 8.15. Crack of dawn. <laughs> so I got myself a lot of time. What group were you What group were you in the airport? What boarding group? Group two. Group, group two. two. Not classy. Group yeah. two gets you ahead of... Look, this is what I always do when I get on these planes. It's leg room. It's the leg room. Uh, the leg room. <laughs> yeah. I, I splurged on a leg room. Somebody went for the uh, economy plus, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or premium, I think. Premium. Mm. I think it's economy premium. Mm. Hank Fu What must be uh, doing all right. <laughs> Somebody said, put me down for premium. It's all about the leg room. The leg room. And this is the other thing I want to say with flying. I got a lot to say about flying, first of all, because <laughs> on Friday I flew. My guy flew to North Carolina. I had some business to take care of. Some I was pers- looking for some you. Personal business. Uh, I didn't sleep Wednesday night. I get home, fall asleep around 10 a.m. Thursday. I was at work at 8 a.m. And then. um Then uh, got through Thursday, recorded double threat on Thursday. Then Friday flew out, had to be in the car at 530 in the morning to navigate because I had to make stops and get. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, this is what I do. When I go to the airport, I go, I'm in the military. I'm active military. I just oh, say okay. it out loud. I say <laughs> near the. That's a good hack. I mean, but I say it near I, the near the desk. I make like, or I just like make like I'm on my phone. I'm like, just get a call. I go like, you. Uh, my name's not Tom. My name is General Tom. I'm in the military. Uh-huh. You idiot! And I like as if they can overhear that I'm in the military, and then 
We go right away, sir. Get we breeze yawn through. But then you brought up a good point, Mike. Mike blew my mind with this observation. If you're not talking about getting securing some overhead space for your luggage, what's the big rush to get on the plane? <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. What's the big rush? And I had aisle seats for both flights. Actually, three flights. I had a connecting flight going back. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of uh, shoulder bumping going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the aisles are getting narrower or what's going on, but mm-hmm. uh, I was getting knocked around by the stewardesses, stewards. Um, they roll those carts down, man. They are boogieing with that cart. And of course, I I mean, everybody's ready for the uh, plane viral video, right? So there, <laughs> there was a luggage uh, space across from me that kept opening. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were large bags in there that I was just waiting to come tumbling out. Yeah. Hit somebody in the head. Mm-hmm. And then I'd have my camera ready. Yeah. But some uh, good Samaritan in the next row kept mm-hmm. pushing it back up. And yeah. I never got the viral video. Never got the viral video <laughs> of a piece of luggage cracking someone's neck. Wow. And when somebody's putting in luggage above you and you're worried about them dropping, are you mm-hmm. ready to spring, Tom? Are you just ready to spring in action when they drop something on your head? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to be. And the other advice I give anybody, take the wing, take the thing by the wing. God forbid anything happens. You think it's really going to be that organized? Well, no, you said you would help with the thing. <laughs> just take the seat near the wing and say you'll help. Mm-hmm. And just assume that in the moment, because I, I look at some of those people lined up in those seats by the wing that will help in a case of an emergency. Yeah, yeah. Theoretically, they'll help. <laughs> I look in their eyes, because sometimes I look in their eyes. Uh-huh. I can just see you, and you're not going to help. You're not going to help. You're weak. You're not going to be ready in a pinch. They'll be like, get out of my way. And they'll slam the door behind them. And then they go in the thing. Then they get eaten by sharks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just say you want the wing. Say you'll help. And maybe you will help. Yeah. So Los Angeles, Mike, you have a good time. This is your first time in California. What were your what were the, what were the things you liked most, and what were the things you were surprised by? Um, no, the highlight are the people. I I met some new people. Uh, mm-hmm. I had Brett Davis as a guide, you know, mm-hmm. tramping me through a California adventure. <laughs> I, I didn't think I was going to make it towards mm-hmm. the end. No, that's rough. I, I was. <laughs> Shade is not exactly the uh, in abundance in these places. It's funny how they work out at Disneyland that, um, oh, you know where you can get some nice shade and comfort? A store. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you could go into a gift shop. Yeah. And it's nice and cool in there. There's some, some uh, shade in there. And also, hey, any chance you want to buy these mouse ears? <laughs> And well, the the lines, of course, are deceptively long. You know, they hide a good part of the line. And sometimes when the, when the line goes inside and you can't tell how long it is, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get a little little break there, but um, yeah, yeah. I can't I wait. Any... You you were there all day, pretty much. <laughs> and and of course, you know, no, hey, Brett is the best guy, man. This guy was covering me with his camera. There are shots in this, even in this little clip. I'm like, he got a good shot of that. Yeah, because uh, the Scarlett Johansson character, what's her name again? Black uh, Widow. Black Widow. <laughs> she, she she was like miles away on the on these attractions mm-hmm. and like you could barely see her yeah but he got a nice shot of her yeah but uh no brett was doing an amazing job he's running around in circles like <laughs> mike <laughs> this, it's yeah. amazing this is a good uh, as good a time as any first thing i'm gonna uh-huh. say this pat and mike it meant the world that you came out here it was mm-hmm. so much fun it was so great seeing both of you and it made the 24 hours that it just was, it was truly special because you were both here. Are you kidding me? It was, it was our pleasure. It was, oh, of course. Well, just it's so to good say. to be, it's so good to be there I, and watch you do what you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, there she is. Yeah, no. Now people are saying <laughs> oh, this, I don't like, this feels like exhibit a in an upcoming <laughs> uh, case. Um, feels like this footage is going to get, uh, subpoenaed <laughs> or whatever you'd call it the uh-huh. no i'm just joking about that now yeah having you both here it was just fun and mike likes the people what did you what that weren't the people did you take away that you would uh that good or bad or otherwise made an impression on you mike with this as your first time here well you know it's it's not gonna make me look good but uh you know i, I like the bar scene <laughs> so mm-hmm. so i i checked out some of the bars mm-hmm. um i thought you might join me at champs i think we talked about this no you warned me you you <laughs> i joined you at the universal bar and grill yeah. and then you said don't bother with champs you'll thank me later <laughs> yeah. yeah champs was uh i th- yeah i didn't know what, what was going to go on there mm-hmm. i got out after halftime and uh mm-hmm. well it was a real rousing you. football game you got to check out there your <laughs> well, new york football giants are really uh yeah you might want to get those super bowl tickets locked up uh early get on the 50 yard line this february for when the giants square off NFC champ giants. Um, I'll see. I'll say this about the 24 hours. Though. The, yeah. The last six hours. I, I didn't, I didn't take any naps because my sleeping pattern is all out of whack anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can do 18 pretty easy lately. So I figured, ah, you know, it's just another six mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. But, but the last six hours, I felt like my brain was shrinking. Yeah. Like, like my, uh, brain was becoming dehydrated my juices were gone the guy's and, juices uh, were gone for for god's sake <laughs> um and and you know you get like prickly you know um, and irritable right i mean is that how you feel oh yeah no it's it's yeah. it's i i it's it's uh, i i'm i i feel all of those things plus i am on with the show i'm so on that i oh i can't even indulge any feeling other than keep going keep going keep going yeah i think i think you know i did get energized when mm-hmm. i would be in the stu you know in the studio with you mm-hmm. or when we did the uh new jersey giggle gang 
I got a boost. And I mean, that was, what was that? Seven in the morning or something? That was three to five a.m. Yeah, that That turned out to be so fun. And, you know, I wasn't really, you know, prepared for it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we just got into this whole thing about what's Jersey and what's not Jersey. I can't wait to hear this. I, I that was my <laughs> was that hilarious. was my that was my only uh-huh. break uh-huh. It was three to five a.m. I stepped out. I fell asleep for about for almost an hour. Mm-hmm. It took me. That's good. It took me a while to. Just my brain was like absolutely vibrating from everything that had happened. Uh So I go in in this in in my uh, uh, little office here with an air mattress set up. And I gotta say, Tom, that air mattress looked like it barely fit in there. Did it? It didn't fit. It didn't fit. It was. I had to move a lot of stuff. Not not anybody's fault, but I will be suing the makers of this air mattress. (laughs) Uh, No, I um. For yeah, I for you know almost an hour, I was able to just find. I was I reached a point where I was like, I'm going to shut my eyes, even if I don't fall asleep. I'm shutting my eyes, and um, that's better than keeping my eyes open. Like I'll take anything at this point. And you all were doing Wake Up New Jersey, and I've heard nothing but raves about it. How funny it was, and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, Jason's not here this week, but we got to give credit where credit's due. He made these bumpers. I think he mm-hmm. cut them like the night before. Mm-hmm. And then he had all these like super slick pro radio. Like mm-hmm. he had one for traffic, weather, mm-hmm. um, Hollywood news. Like there was all these mm-hmm. all these bumpers. And, you know, he had me doing traffic and weather, which mm-hmm. I, I just literally pulled up two tabs <laughs> uh-huh. on my mm-hmm. on my screen on my yeah. laptop like. As we were logging on, like I just pulled up a tra- New Jersey traffic, New Jersey weather, really quick, and he would throw it at me. I would just read what was there, refresh the page, and it worked. I mean, I yeah. don't know, just from and loving just, radio yeah. and doing it. You, you've, you know, as, you've you've consumed enough New Jersey one hundred one point five to know how yeah. to do this uh-huh. exactly. Um, but imagine this: I'm breaking my back for months on this stupid show, booking guests, this that, trying to get everything going. And it's finally going. It's rolling. And we're doing this. We're doing that. We got the bands. We got the guests. Everybody's coming in. This one, that one. Surprises here. Surprises there. Sound collage. Uh, symphony. Everything. Garbage rats. Uh, the best show in the dark. All the planning. 3 a.m. I go. I lay down. Finally, I get back up. I'm ready. I know who's coming up next. I'm going to think. Everybody goes, oh, yeah, the, the thing the guys did without you was the best thing that's happened so far. <laughs> and people are saying, best thing that's happened the whole thing you weren't a part of. It's like, oh, my God, best thing was wake up New Jersey. I'm like, oh, you know, I wasn't in that. I was like, no, you were asleep. Uh-huh. They, got, they killed it. It was amazing. I'm just like, oh, cool, cool. No. <laughs> No, I'm, of course I'm joking. I was so happy to hear that people liked it. And I want to take this chance. I want to thank, I'm going to thank everybody individually as time goes on. But this is as good a chance as any to to second what you were saying about Brett Davis. Mm -hmm. Total champ went so far above and beyond, delivered on everything and then some, and just just a, a monumental uh performance from 
from uh from Brett Davis. Now, it pains me to say this. I will loop you back in when we get to the list uh more later in the show. So hang tight and horsemen stand down and stand by. Um do we have a couple people, a few uh, fun people uh, in the building want to swing in and say hello for a few minutes? Two zero one nine eight nine zero zero one two. Now when I do this, I'm like, yeah, I got a tattoo. I can show it off. Anybody looks at this, I'll wrap them in the mouth. Right? You ever click a pen and think it sounds like the beginning of It's the End of the World as we know it, and I feel fine? It's like... It sounds great. It's like... Right? You know that? Isn't that fun? That's great. It sounds like an earthquake. Hate that song. Hated it when it came out. Hate it more now. Um, looking at the chat for any questions. Anybody have any questions? Let's see what we got. People liked Graham Nash. Graham Nash was exciting. To get the legendary Graham Nash to, Graham Nash to call up. Um... I see somebody write, I hope people don't start asking Tom if his tattoo is the DFA Records logo. And who writes it? Mike writes it. Mike, what are you doing to me? It's the state of New Jersey. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on in. Come on. It's like Goodfellas. Come on. Come on in. Go in. Pick something out for your mother. Look at this. This is exciting. Now, hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel, and Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. The par the the community of broadcasting podcasting. It's uh it's like a fraternity, uh, some would say. Traditional podcasting people exactly. Yeah. Now these three fellas who are in here now, they do a show called Plodcast the Ride, and it's very popular. Oh, <laughs> well, they're it's What's L and an extra L in there, I think, is what I heard. Podcast? Right. No, you move, I think just move it out okay. entirely. Podcast the Ride. There you go. That's it. It's okay. called Podcast the Ride. And we, of course, have Jason. 
That's him. Yep. That's you can say hi. Yes. Can say hi. This is how this works. <laughs> I know. I'm nervous. I'm a long time best show listener. This is so Why are you thrilling. Nervous? You see me in the actual building in real life. I see. Yeah, I see you all the time. But I we're not on you camera. Want the tre- we're you not want the treatment. This is like Jerry the, Seinfeld in the, the cafes. Yeah, you in want the, the treatment. It's like we're in the car. Yeah, we're in the old car driving together. Will you give him what you want? You know, they talk about Bruce Springsteen. He knows what to give like a fan what he wants. Hey, you're stupid. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, there it is. There you go. He's so happy. Are you happy? It's like an autograph. Like Rickles himself. <laughs> the tie. I should put the tie on. The Don Rickles tie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Yes. And then, of course we have Mike. Yes. Hello. Thanks for having me. Of course. That Chicago Bulls shirt. Yeah, I'm from Chicago. I was like when you talk to people, it's just like. I rode I rode for the Bulls like when Michael Jordan was Oh you did? Wow, what a <laughs> what a brave stand that was. Oh, and well, then you're just like name one Chicago pull after that and they'll be like think uh, Steph Curry plays for the Bulls and you're just like oh, Well that's definitely not what I'm like at I'm all. Joking. <laughs> I'm saying there are people like that. I'm just kidding. That is what I'm you. like. I'm absolutely that guy. Are you really? Yeah. I like when they act like it was just a coincidence that when they were just super fans it just happened that michael mm-hmm. jordan was there just yeah. like yeah i started rooting for the bulls and it's just like yeah i guess i got to experience that championship run it's like they act like <laughs> the greatest player of all time yeah. was there for i was reason. just it was it, it was happening happened. when i was there and of course scott how are you hey, scott what's happening great to see it what a nice surprise that we were uh, yanked down the hall here Oh, that's questionable terminology. You gave us the um, big yank, the big yank we've been waiting for. There's actually some charges being said. I don't know everything that happened in the 24 hours. These guys do a show called Podcast the Ride. And if you ever want to hear them talk about a Ferris wheel or a roller coaster. That's right. This is how it works. They come on. It's in three steps. This is how they look at it. And they've they've told me this all Ferris. Process, yeah. Talk about a roller coaster. That's actually step one. Mm-hmm. Ride a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Step two. No, talk about a roller coaster into a microphone. Mm-hmm. Step three. Cash the check. <laughs> <laughs> the money that these guys make. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, step and also there's the step of pretending that we like any of this shit. Pretending <laughs> yeah. it's not just mm-hmm. for that. Coin. For the money, they have to pretend that they want to go on a Ferris wheel or a... <laughs> look. I hate. Ferris wheels so much. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They make me sick. When you go that thing where you're upside down or it's going backwards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which some t- well, at some point it's going to be backwards. I guess. I guess it it would have to be due to the wheel. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just the general nature of a wheel. At some point, <laughs> you're going backwards on that thing. Yeah, you have to do it. Look, we yeah. haven't covered Ferris wheel, so I'm thinking about this for the first time right Look, now. Then this is a chance for me to announce. The best show, new spinoff, Ferris Wheel Talk. <laughs> you, you can have it, honestly. Yeah, we if you want to do we it. Haven't, we haven't no. called. That's We've let I, the IP expire, essentially, by exactly. not touching it. Yeah. You just you left it on the table. And yeah, the way yeah. I look at it is, you got to squeeze that rag dry. Sure. <laughs> There's nothing in it. Well, six years in, we've been squeezing a rag. Oh, you have sure. no idea. <laughs> that yeah, also yeah, yeah. has to do with that lawsuit yeah. with the oh, Yankee okay, yeah, yeah. and squeezing yeah. the rag. <laughs> squeezing dry. the rag. Um, no, I hate that feeling when you're up, when it's behind, it's almost behind you and you're like, what? And then when you're on top of it, mm-hmm. sure. hate it. And then a st- is a getting stuck then a problem? Because you might be sitting for I, a while. When they stop it, they think they're giving you more value. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Tom, <laughs> I don't want to put you on this. You no, were not. escorted off some Ferris wheels at the Jersey Shore. Escorted is... off them. <laughs> you were, right you were requested there. off them, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> listen and listen and learn. Get your notebook out. Mm-hmm. I went to Atlantic City, mm-hmm. and I was meeting somebody. I was seeing a band there, and I had time to kill. Mm-hmm. Before we could all hang out. I got on. I was like, oh, there's rides here. And it's like, I'm going to ride a Ferris wheel. Let me see if I like them now. Yeah. And then I realized immediately I still hate it as much <laughs> as I ever hated it. So then in classic coward mode, mm-hmm. not troublemaker, not <laughs> irritant, straight up cowardice. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to get off this thing right now. But it, it, in true coward mode, I could not just say, hey, I want to get off. Stop it. I took my phone out and I make like, I'm, yeah, huh? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, uh, I got to get off the ride. I got to like, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy let me off. And then you realize he doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> you, you thought you needed an excuse to get off prematurely. I just thought I didn't want this kid thinking I'm some kind of loser <laughs> who can't handle oh, a okay. Ferris wheel. Steel, yeah, I get that. Steel PR employee just really giving you the <laughs> yes. It's my busy schedule. I would ride this thing all day if I wasn't so busy. I'm just sitting down. You're so kidding another, me right now? Right. I'm on a roller. Call? I am on a Ferris wheel. Fine. I guess I'll get off. That's <laughs> how work goes, apparently. And fast forward a bunch of years. Cape May. Is that where I was? I think you were in Ocean City. Ocean City is where the, I was. The big one at Wonderland was The it? worst. Yeah. I tried it it's again. Very large. I have a tendency to think that somehow these things will change they never change i hated it immediately and i got off that one also (laughs) with the same trick uh i I don't i don't i don't remember if i use the same trick i know i got off early Hmm. can't do it (laughs) i just hate them i don't like them either because they're supposed to be like relaxing yeah even a step above that, often portrayed as like a spot for romance. Yeah, romance, if you don't mind barfing on each other. <laughs> That's your idea of romance. Mm-hmm. Good for bonding. Yeah. I uh, I do like a nice merry-go-round, though. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Griffith like Park, you do the one around here? I'm not allowed on that one. <laughs> that I did have an incident. Mm-hmm. On the one Griffith Park. Too rowdy. <laughs> I tried to push it down the hill <laughs> turn on its side get it spinning. i just figured i would see let's 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 get this is my idea of mary <laughs> shatter some more now go around <laughs> down the hill on to the five <laughs> i can say the five because i'm from los angeles i have this tattoo now that i got mm. on my show last week oh, yeah. Yeah. who has ink in here i don't think anyone well i think this is a chance Every all these uh, guys, if you're a fan of podcasts, the ride. It's time to vote for which one of the three. Games <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be Jason. Let the oh, fans no. do it. The fans are gonna vote Jason. The I fans. I think it's gonna be Mike. Why? What do you think? Because you're the cool one. 
Um, <laughs> wow! Uh, it's the first time he's ever said that. I've known for a nicest, decade. The it's nicest the thing I ever heard. First time anyone said it. Uh, yeah, uh, in life. <laughs> <so. laughs> Only suddenly he becomes the cool one when yeah. there's a tattoo to him. Well, it's time. not me. You're like, it I'm could be you. Cool. I'm just not cool enough for a tattoo. I wish I could. I, that is the they case. They probably won't even give me one. No, they'd show me the door. You, see some you can of buy the one of the worst t-shirts you've ever seen. And Trust then, me, Jason. You see some of the losers with tattoos out there? They'll give you one. Not okay. saying you're a loser. Well, saying it's not a cool is not some sort of uh, bar, yeah, some bar. sort of barrier from from you getting one. So you're cl- clearly you want Mike to get a tattoo. What do you, what do you think he should get? I don't know. I know he's a big Chicago Bulls guy. <laughs> he should probably get. He should probably yeah. get the the 1999-2000 Chicago Bulls listed mm. after Michael Jordan <laughs> yeah, he was on the team. Pippen was still there, I think, for a year. I think by 2000, I think he was on the... Uh... Did he get traded already? That's how no, much he's I gone. know. He went because he went to Houston, then he went to Portland. Mm. And then he went back to Chicago. I do know that. There was like a weird like late period Pippen uh-huh. Bulls. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. when they just are thinking about retiring your uniform. Yeah. You go yeah. back and yeah. your people like you. Um, the uh, I think you get the thing, you get uh, Bill Wennington, okay, yeah, Luke Longley, and all I the know greats, Ron Harper, Ron Harper, yeah, the great Ron Harper. Mm-hmm. So, and so the tattoo is the, is their names, it's their a names. list, wow, it's a list, it's of as names. if they, it's as if your flesh. <laughs> Is a guest book, <laughs> and they showed up. Reunion. Oh, so they if they sign, we could <laughs> yeah. like forge your we'll signature. get their signatures. Oh, you buy an autograph so we can copy we'll it. We'll go yeah. even better. We're gonna go on eBay and buy some canceled checks. <laughs> you, ever see, you ever check that out? No, that no. Can wow, you buy wow. those? Who oh, yeah. in this room owns a canceled check? Wow, signed by Bruce Dern. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Look, you just go on eBay. I'm serious. Just search cancel check. It's the most fascinating thing ever. Whoa. Because they exist. It's an autograph. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Did this they... is every we're all kind of we're into like estate sales. People have done yes. estate sales of yeah. celebrities. This seems like kind of a good, like a an easy off the mat. You don't have to go bid yeah. or auction. Let's do they see. do they cut off the numbers for the account? Or do you have like access They're to just expired? They're stamped and like I'm looking oh, yeah. here, let's see. But you would have like the part of their bank account number. Oh yeah, you have all of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to assume that it's not currently valid <laughs> when you're gonna have uh Bruce Boxleitner's uh <laughs> check. Peter Fonda, oh, okay. Desi, Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, Zeppo oh, Marks, wow. Red Skelton, <laughs> yeah. Buddy Ebsen. Look at this. Ooh, Buddy Ebsen. Who's Buddy check Ebsen? Would you want? Three cancel you get one signed by Buddy. Three signed by Christian Ebsen, assuming it's his kid. Elizabeth Montgomery. Okay. Ava Gardner. Another Bruce Dern check. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Bouncing checks all Linda over Ronstadt. <laughs> Rob Reiner. Jerry huh. Van Dyke. Ooh. This is now your, that's this what is I'm your neck about. of the woods. Because yeah. you know who we we've we definitely are uh, fans of Grandpa Al Lewis. Oh, that sure. would that seems like a good yes. candidate. I've been really the Barbara Eden Instagram account 
that I mm-hmm. follow. Yeah. She has a new calendar coming out, first of all, Barbara Eden 2024. <laughs> sure. The cool uh, one. Here. The, okay. <laughs> the cool Remember, one of the three. Yeah, the, the, cool the cool one. So if I, if oh, any God, have mercy on. Yeah, it's rough. This is what the cool one's talking about. It's rough. Yeah. Bill Daly and Larry yeah. Hagman. So any yeah. of those, sure. Picks, I would be very interested. Well, in. this is, I think you got your, your work cut out for you, David Niven. Okay. $80. Buy it now. <laughs> Golf legend Sam Snead. <laughs> Look, Rod Serling. Look at the checks. Wow, that oh, is to Ithaca. That's cool. To my alma mater, Ithaca College. Yeah. How much? Is, Why didn't yeah, he send them twenty five dollars? Oh, orientation fee. So that was cash. <laughs> that wasn't a bounced check. No, they're not bounced checks. Okay. They're just processed. Right. Dinosaur Mel Torme, fifty five bucks to get a Mel Torme <laughs> check. And the great thing is you see the amounts and it's just like yeah. seventeen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Zeppo Marks. I'm gonna see what this check is. What did he make? It was Hillcrest Country Club. The amount eighty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've been working on this thing. We started last week called the one hundred biggest wads of all time. Mm-hmm. Who knew that 24 hours wouldn't have been enough to finish that list? <laughs> Can you put the list on the board, please? I just want to get a little oh, help. There's, There's oh, the calendar. calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She, she does not, not belong. It's a good, I mean, like, I know Mar is the face of it via social mm-hmm. media, and that's yeah. probably correct, mm-hmm. given that it's not yeah, getting Barbara Eden on there. Eden's off. It looks like a good calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. She's like okay. a nice lady. I want to post a picture of your beloved Barbara Eden. Uh Brett Davis, I just texted you a picture. This is this photo encapsulates everything about gender inequality. Hmm. I'm saying this pic seriously. This picture, I found this picture online. If you ever want to know how unfair it is for women in this world, wait till you see this photo gonna come up any second now mm-hmm. but we're working on this list so bill maher mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah i was happy to see dolan we've had a lot of dolan fascination mm-hmm. what would the the his his sphere his magnum yeah. opus james dolan soon. the owner of the new york knicks yeah yeah and the lead singer of jd and the straight shot yeah uh, we're fans now let's look at this picture this is from one of the bob hope uso uh-huh. shows <laughs> barbara eden <laughs> could not look more perfect she's in a <laughs> gown that simulates nudity basically yeah now let's look at how what bob hope is wearing <laughs> <laughs> that and this is what barbara eden has to do to be valid in right. this arena <laughs> to be bob seen hope. in public you gotta right. wear light that. blue slacks you call those slacks right <laughs> i guess he way up so far up his belly yeah so his belly Bursting over the edge with these just cheap polo shirt, tucked in polo, tucked in polo shirt, a members only jacket, <laughs> and then whatever dumb battleship on the hat. And this is it. Just shows this is what Barbara Eden was more or less required to wear mm-hmm. to 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 be considered that she was delivering on the promise of being a part of whatever USO event is. This is how Bob Hope shows up. 
Look at the stains on Bob Hope's pants. Go down, please. I think there's stains on his pants. I think you're right. Do we go down? Keep Wrinkled. going. Wrinkle yeah. for sure. It's a, the wrinkle. Look, I mean, I mean, it looks like he had a yeah. Well, incident. Honestly, <laughs> oh, but yes. I don't want to. There's like the the pants that have a belt built in. Yeah. I mean, look at that polo shirt. This is the weirdest. <laughs> He's got it's, like a lot of like pins on the polo shirt. He's got pins all over the collar, but it's like a yeah. shirt. It's like a shirt that an eight-year-old would wear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like for a picture day. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's for picture day. Yeah. He's dressed for picture. And look at that. Look at those. The pants look cheap. Also, they look cheap. Well, they look like they're like a hospital administers them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and look at the the fly is eight. It's like it's like it's a, a foot and a half long. Right. You don't even know where it stops. The seam goes all the way down to the crotch. Does the tag on the jacket say KKK? <laughs> oh, I hope it does. I hope we I just mean, figured something. Am I out. am I seeing? I things? think. Scott, <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. Oh no, I'm trying there's, to be wrong. I'm looking for a reason. There's a that thing I'm wrong. on there. That says KKK. Wow. Well, wait, but it's hiding no. other things. I think it's Maybe the USO logo. I think those are stars. Mm. Oh. It's probably hiding. Oh, oh, oh. Gotcha. It's probably hiding a swastika. <laughs> it's hiding a th- it's hiding a sentence that says, I am a member of the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, look. And, but this is the thing. His This outfit he's wearing is considered acceptable yeah. now yeah. let's look we're not gonna i don't want you zooming up and down on barbara eden's uh body please but let's just admire the how beautiful she looks and how she looks like it's so angelic mm-hmm. this yeah, wow. beautiful outfit right. like how they're pulling back so taste they're like oh whoa, i don't want to <laughs> get too close no she looks she looks stunning mm-hmm. and this guy and look at that weird microphone he's holding <laughs> Is that from Radio Shack? <laughs> like, no, I just, yeah. You mentioned Barbara Eden. No, you're right. I've look. I've have I seen this photo recently? Yes. Is it on her Instagram? Perhaps. I can't remember okay. though. Wow. But it might be on a different Barbara Eden fan account that I also was looking at. <laughs> sure. But she didn't. But post I completely it, like, agree with, with the statement. She I'm didn't sure post she it posted it and Thomas. would be very, very fond of Mr. Hope, regardless oh, of how sure, he treated. But she's not. She, maybe if you got her. You know, in a dark room, she would admit it. Dark room. What are we? Why is it dark? <laughs> I don't know. It sounded weird. It, it doesn't have to be dark. Her? <laughs> no, but I would I'd like to hear her honest thoughts about it. Interrogation sure. rooms. Well, we could light. also. They aren't dark. You, you could also say, well, maybe you take her for a, a nice meal and a couple drinks mm-hmm. well, rather than rather than too. throwing in the gulag. <laughs> <laughs> take her into the Heath Ledger yeah. Batman interrogation room, and she'll finally admit what you she thinks about. You need to know some nice restaurants. Okay, <laughs> how long have you been at? You should know nice restaurants by now. Uh, a long time, but I the Palm. <laughs> uh huh. Smokehouse. Yeah. Smokehouse. Smokehouse. Yeah. Which you go there, you know who you see a lot there is the mask. <laughs> Hangs out there. <laughs> Stanley Ipkiss. <laughs> and if you're lucky, he puts the mask on. Give you a show, <laughs> yeah. It's a swinging about show. Yeah. Start talking about smoking. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when he had all those movies? When it's just like that dude had a movie every four months, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what people love to do in documentaries is like list the all same year. Mask, dumb and dumb, ace Ventura, same year. 
Yeah. Same year. People love to point yeah. out that fact like they're the first yeah. who's ever yeah. noted that fact. The triple crown of no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there he is. That's the mask. That's, That's the, the guy mask. I was telling you about. <laughs> there he is. He did the smoke house. So look for him. Can we see the list of wads, please? Mm. And I know you you all are busy. You got places to go, <laughs> meetings, podcast out. meetings. Who's who should be on this? This is the star. Well, there's there's three other pages that have other people. We see the other ones real quick. So look at this: Anthony Kiedis, mm. Chevy Chase, Drew Barrymore. Take Drew Barrymore oh, off the off list. The list. Uh, off the development. List. Yes. Drew Barrymore Glad did the right can. thing. Mm-hmm. And we got to take Bill off we the list then, too, right? right? Oh, we don't. <laughs> oh, okay. Huh. That's He's weird. Don Henley, number 73. Roger Waters, 71. Jake Paul at 61. Logan Paul at 60. Logan Paul always looks like he's like he's wet somehow. Yeah. like <laughs> That's true. He always has this wet quality to him. <laughs> I Joe Buck, Mark Wahlberg, William Shakespeare, <laughs> John Rocker. The list is a little light now when I look at it. We, we didn't get anywhere near where we should have gotten. Yeah. Who's missing from the list, Jason? Uh, I have one from way back in Best Show Continuity, Chuck Woolery. Well, Chuck Woolery will be on the list. Let's, let's uh, you know what? Let's begin at the beginning. Number three, Chuck Woolery. <laughs> wow, wow. With the That's possibility nice. of going. Wow. Look, look at that picture of Aaron Rodgers. He looks like he's um. It looks like he's from a comedy. It looks like he's like a hunk. The yoga teacher. Exactly. From, uh, yeah. In like in like a uh, resort trip or whatever that, that, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, uh, yeah. Vince Vaughn movie was. Uh-huh. Remember that movie? Yeah. The Couples Retreat. Couples, couples Retreat. retreat. Couples yeah. Retreat. Yeah. Like yeah. Ten stars of that one. That list uh-huh. went on that and That was on. like a. And him? And her? There was so much wattage in that movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so many wads. Wattage or wattage? What did you just say? So many wads. Oh, I said. you said Johnny Wad, which was an argument we had last week. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. No, somebody in the, who just said it in the chat. Um, bland lifestyle. That's Aaron Rodgers in his Con Air phase. He oh, looks yeah. like Nicolas yeah. Cage from Con Air. Oh, yeah, oh. he does. Now, Scott, who would you say belongs on this wads list? I feel like I don't think this is up high. This might be like fleshing out 80s or 90s. But this was what my knee jerk when I got this assignment was someone I was just texting Wait, about. What assignment not like it. did you get? Well, Brett came back and said, you want to be on Best Show? You got to think of wads. I don't like that. Uh, um, <laughs> he took, us, he to... took us in a dark room and he said, you have to be on. He didn't even take you yeah, to Spago. Yeah. Hitting a phone book against a metal table. <laughs> Should have taken you to Spago. They're going to wads. Yeah. Um, my nature, I think because I was just texting about this person and I, I'm glad, I think you also did like, clearly there are some like boomer rockers on the mm, wad list. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad that that's clearly an area of mm-hmm. wad and who I thought of, maybe you'll disagree with this assessment. You know, who I've never cared for this, the guy, the Woodstock guy, Michael Lang. Oh, Michael Lang's awful. Michael yeah. Lang, yes. number 20. <laughs> no, what should we do? 69. Ooh, oh, Woodstock. Wow, yeah. We're good. Well, DJ Khaled is there. Let's do 90. No, 99 is too low for him, though. He should be for Woodstock 99, though. (laughs) He should be at 94, because that was the first time he tried to do it again. Um, I say 99 right next to the ShamWow. Oh, 99 is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's his folly. That's where it all, like, 
exactly and where he's just like he'll go on and on about the legend yeah. and we changed the world and yeah. did you and what and we i know what you didn't do is like yeah. put sewage into this festival yeah. or any had anybody yeah. like watching no. the no. the people at just, it yeah no there was no concern for customers for example no, zero mm-hmm. yes awesome. and there was an there was this woodstock 99 podcast that i listened to um oh. And they mentioned in it that in 69, there were open cables that if people stepped on could have been electrocuted. <laughs> they just didn't step on them. But they bring it, people so, bring it up like it was, and it was great. It was great. There were yeah. open cables. Yeah. We yeah. didn't, but we all, we knew what to do. Yeah. Meanwhile, somebody gets electrocuted during Shaanana. <laughs> Shaanana did play. They were there. Yeah, yeah. There. The list, if you look at the full list, I feel like. Maybe fifteen percent of it is good. Who's There's f- a lot of rough. Oh yeah. No. Uh, Who's your favorite performer from Woodstock '99? Of course, Corn. Was Shauna not that? They were not. Oh okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say John Entwistle. Of course, mm-hmm. John Entwistle played on the the New Musicians stage. Did he? John Entwistle from the Who, <laughs> which is. <laughs> If anything, that just tells you, save your money, kids, <laughs> folks. Even you could be, you could have played on Tommy. Oh, my God. Wow. And then still just be like, yeah, I guess let's get in the van. We're heading up to Woodstock. Kids are going to throw some play. batteries at yeah. me. I guess I got to uh, play Boris the Spider. <laughs> For some kids that don't like me. <laughs> Look, um, this is the oh yeah. This I, this is hard to. Oh wait, no, this is this is ninety four. Maybe I no, read, this, oh wait, no, this, oh, this is ninety nine. Wow, it too? is. P Funk was that? I mean, maybe I'd have to go P Funk. Yeah. I don't think they don't factor into the documentaries because they didn't do yeah. shit. They were nice if people, they were there. And people rioted during Jamiroquai. It was <laughs> terrible. They all tried to slide around yeah. like they were on moving uh, floors. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they hurt a lot of people. Cars getting lit on fire during Guster. Guster or just, yeah. People, calm wow. down or we will not allow you. If you don't calm down, the Brian Setzer Orchestra will not be performing. <laughs> Brian, Scott, Scott's particularly Brian Setzer is a villain oh, yeah, of Brian, his yeah, personally. Setzer sets me off. Never understood Setzer. Yeah, uh, um, he's yeah. He'll come up on the show, and you guys will. This, it's a what show, about show theme are parks. you doing? Where he comes up? <laughs> I don't. That's just my question. It's about theme parks and rides, and yet I have to talk about Brian Setzer and yes, Aerosmith. There's a lot of Aerosmith talking on the show, so but Aerosmith is on a ride in Florida. You're bringing up yeah. Aerosmith on your own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, they were ahead of ride, so it's it makes sense. They, that's yes. why they came up the first time. Yeah, yeah. So, Mike, who would you put on this wad list? I'm going to go. I don't think it's a he's toward the top, but this guy, Brian Johnson, who is like a CEO, he's very rich and he's the one that's okay. been taking the blood from his son and injecting it into <laughs> his body to try to stay alive like an extra year. And then he just was like he had to admit like recently, like the blood isn't working. The plasma isn't working. He's very unhappy. I believe he's very unhappy. He's and very he's like, uncomfortable. He's testing like he's using his body as like a lab and he's experimenting. And it's just so- like. So you seem to have some sort of problem that this guy is draining his child. (laughs) Oh, it's an old child. He's draining his child. Better, I guess. In some sort of 
quest for immortality. Yeah, I think it's a little a little wad like wad waddish behavior. But what is he the CEO of? He okay. I was trying to figure this out before. He like Colonel. He's this. He like invented Colonel, which is some sort of the programming. Yeah, hold on. I got to read. Okay, he's a venture capitalist, CEO of Colonel, a company making this devices that monitor and record brain activity. You had him way. Well, I I was prepared here because when Brett told us we had to do this this in the dark room. That's your that's your your, like default screen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, phone screen. Yeah, (laughs) just facts about Brian Johnson. (laughs) Brian Johnson, the man with his son's blood. This is what we're gonna do, Brian Johnson. We're gonna go back to back on this one. Can I see the list number three, please? <laughs> Wait, what is that? <laughs> is that Who is dad? on the right? I guess that's the, the dad. Oldest in the, is he doing he any He did not get stuff? the blood soon enough. Wait. Yeah, they haven't given him enough is blood. Is that Robert Loja? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is he related to Robert Loja? And we all Listen, give our so blood to go. Robert Loja. 64, Brian Johnson. Okay. Nice, nice. 65, Brian Johnson... Singer of ACDC. Because <laughs> oh, he wears that <laughs> cap. <laughs> that... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I go to see ACDC Live. This is what I do. I go, hey, uh, Newsy, uh, give me uh, <laughs> one give highway me the to early help, edition. The early edition and a pack of Paul Malls. <laughs> and he's on stage rocking out. Anything I should hear all about? <laughs> how, how much? How much newsy? <laughs> a newsboy cat. Most anti rock thing yeah. ever. A newsboy cat. <laughs> Any other wads who you feel like we're missing? Ike Perlmutter. Oh, Marvel. Yeah. Guy, That's you know. the guy who <laughs> who tried to oust Kevin Feige. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he was just like, it's me versus Feige. That's and right. He's made every creative choice for Marvel, and I've made none of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to knock them out. I think they're going to side with me. <laughs> he disappeared to Mar-a-Lago after that. He was, he was a big Trump dude. Yeah, His Trump dude, I think he was feuding with Trump at some point. Mm-hmm. Or there was but a lawsuit a, a while about ago. the neighborhood or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's just such a villain. He's such a good wad. And see, this is what everybody says. Mike is the... Social conscience of podcasts arrived. <laughs> He's the one who keeps everybody honest. Like, Jason will yeah, talk all true. about Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Scott's always talking about Brian Setzer or Louis C.K. and <laughs> <laughs> all his comedy buddies. <laughs> <laughs> all his comedy, let him talk. Let him do his, their bits. All his comedy People, idols. comics don't want to take risks anymore. <laughs> hey, They're afraid. Look, I got a 4K of Don't Worry, Daddy. Or <laughs> don't, I love you, Daddy. I love you, Daddy. And anybody. Confusing, don't worry, darling. Yeah. That sounds like <laughs> that should be at the New Beverly. Oh, I love you, Daddy, oh, and don't yeah, worry, yeah, darling. Yeah. <laughs> the command yeah. movies. Yeah. The, yes, the command <laughs> the, movies. I guess I love you, Daddy, isn't a command. <laughs> well, uh, we it could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could command someone to I'll say, say it. it. I'll say yeah. that to Barbara Eden in a room. <laughs> and this is why we're, that's why there are lists. Sometimes lists are good. Mike might have to be on it. Yeah. I want to say... Um, if anybody has a copy of I Love You, Daddy, uh, <laughs> send that to me, please. <laughs> These are the movies I want to see. I Love You, Daddy. That's my jam, the movie. 
Jimmy Fallon has a movie mm. called That's My Jam coming out. <laughs> it's the cinematic. <laughs> Which, again, after all of this stuff, him saying That's My Jam yeah. sounds threatening. <laughs> it sounds like a bullying command. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like he should be saying, and not your jam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what he, he says that in the midst of like the pre the pre show heated games of NBA jam that they make that he has to win or else he'll be, he'll be grumpy all <laughs> yeah. night. You know, they rig it so that when he's got to throw footballs through plate glass windows <laughs> when he's competing against Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. To see who can break the most plate glass windows <laughs> with football spirals. There's a PA that just breaks the window behind yeah. it for him. Yeah. yeah. And then Jake Gyllenhaal gets plexiglass. <laughs> I don't know why I can't make it. Look, Bradley Cooper clearly won that potato sack race, but you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, the judges, what's the ruling? Oh, I knew I won it. <laughs> oh, so cool. I won the oh, check the tape. I won the potato good. sack race. So good. That's so cool. So good, my man. So Podcast the Ride comes out every Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday's on the Forever Dog podcast network uh um we're doing an episode about a ride not a ferris wheel but a ride that goes uh round and round like okay. a dumbo type rest. so we do, we sometimes do round and rounds and those mm-hmm. also are up and downs so there's a lot to talk about there that's our episode this week no i went to disneyland recently mm. oh really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hard to believe i got in um, <laughs> not on a list what did i ride Star Wars, mm-hmm. Rebel. We're, we're gonna need proper names. There's we're a couple that, that could be Rebel Rebellion or something. <laughs> oh, sure. Rise, Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, yeah. Rise of the Resistance. Went on that. Yeah. Okay. Did you think? What did you do? Like it? Immersive. Complicated. Have, who has been on it? We've all done. We've all it. All done yeah. it. Yeah. We're there opening morning, first the day with Paul Shear. We'll loop him in on this. Uh, Paul. Is this a, uh, uh, what, feet? I just want to say this. And seriously, the three of you don't take this the wrong way. Mm. Paul, I expect more of you. <laughs> <laughs> His photographs, you can place him at yeah. the yeah. Rise of the Resistance opening yeah. day with the good boys from Podcast the Right. Yeah. I was there. on that thing. First of all, I waited in line for almost 90 minutes and then. Suddenly it's like, hey, the rebellion, the raid is broken. <laughs> oh, it, oh, this is a raid that breaks every day. Yeah. Everyone knows this. Yeah. It is, it's a famous fact that mm-hmm. we, uh, yeah. everyone has to embrace. But when it you, always breaks. But then when I went back, uh, bought the, the super duper fast pass. Mm. I had to wait only a half hour with that. <laughs> There's still so yeah, much. There's yeah. so much waiting. What, are they, what a nice surprise, huh? And they trick you with this thing. You go into a room. I remember going to this room, first of all. It was like being inside like some s- s- ship. Yeah. And then, what's his name? Richard Crap. Admiral Akbar well, shows well, up. Well, well, it's a new it's, character. It's a new it's guy. A looks a lot like him. Lieutenant Beck. He's a Mon Calmari, but he's not the Paul same species. Here, I expect so much more. <laughs> of you. Yeah. Um. Whatever. That dude. I know. It's just like this can't be the ride. I was like, oh my god, if this is the ride, 
And then you realize those things are just there. The line hasn't stopped yet. You're still Mm -hmm. in the line, but they managed to create these two like deflection moments to make you think you're experiencing something other than standing. Mm-hmm. But you still are standing, waiting for to get to the start of the ride, with a couple <laughs> fake out moments. Yeah, well, see, right? for us, we're like, "Wow, it's so innovative! A line with a ride in the line, and then there's more." Le- we were You're talking. Being you very can find generous us calling that a ride. <laughs> it shakes. It around. does move a little bit though when you're standing up. <laughs> it rotates you in secret. Yeah, you don't know it, but you're. It's a ride turning. you don't know is happening. Pretty cool. It. That part I was, and then you go to another room, and you're mm-hmm. there with Ray and mm-hmm. BB-8, all our favorites. Yes, and then Disney, Star Wars, and yes. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, just like this can't be the ride. Then, <laughs> doors open. The most tired Imperial officers <laughs> I've ever seen go. All right, come on, come with us. You're all prisoners. You're coming with us. <laughs> Exhausted. It's why it's, we had to go day one. Day summer. one, they were like, they, hello, hello come, come without. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had their English like, accents. So all the best yeah. English character yeah. accents. They were. They get tired. It, they were phoning it in at this point. All right, this way. <laughs> and then you also know you're a true prisoner when they go, all right, you're, you're blue line, you're orange, you're yellow, you're red. <laughs> Stand behind those lines and groups. That's how it is for prisoners in things. Yeah, you're they, dehumanized. You're boiled down. They to really a number or a color. Or a color, and yeah. then, then we got into one of those uh, cars. Mm-hmm. What do you call them? Oh, what are those trans like transport uh, transport? I think in general. Yeah, we got into the ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then it was great. It was <laughs> it was exciting, and it was it was like you're getting mm-hmm. bounced all over the place, and mm-hmm. that was it was fun. Yep. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> took a, a good a long amount of time. Look at like see look at this is they were just like yeah okay <laughs> yeah come yeah. on you're you're going over here. You're lucky if you're getting you're lined this, up this much energy. Yeah. But I might argue that a regular line doesn't have a little ride in it at all. A, re- a line, a normal line is much more boring yeah. than that. So what month do I go to Disneyland if I don't want to put up with this line malarkey? Hmm. January, February, January, February. Yeah. Maybe in the zone where like it might rain, so maybe people aren't planning on going there sure, so that they don't want to have to pull out last minute. The second week of January. What do you think of that? That's a good I yeah. think that's good. Yeah, yeah. get a little Smart. past yeah. Christmas. They run Christmas a little into January. Okay. October Halloween Christmas bad crowd. I'm not going I don't know. Maybe you guys. I'm not going no, anywhere we'll near go. there for a minute. Yeah. And then I went to this garbage dump over on the hill behind <laughs> us. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which should be um, pushed into the ocean <laughs> because those are not rides. First of all, there, mm-hmm. they're the biggest version of those 4D seats at a movie mm. theater. Which those aren't rides either. Mm. No, we've talked about it on the show with well, guest Paul Shear. Paul Shear did a sure. 4DX episode on yeah. the show. Why is he not here? <laughs> <laughs> Paul's refusing to officially join the cast. Yeah. He's on every episode, yeah. clearly. But he just won't go all the way. He's like, ah, oh, guys, you know, the how does it get made? It takes so much 
I'll be there, but I can't be there. Be there. He's our Buck Henry. He's your Buck Henry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So. Oh, there we go. Look at oh, that. Oh, yeah. We went That's a different wow. episode. Boy, different that's episode. a proud different moment. Episode. Different time. He was that's like, a proud moment. You know, the, in, the indoor skydiving, too. Do, does everybody in that picture have a child? <laughs> um, not a, at this uh, point? Three of us. No, no. Currently. Three now. Currently. Yeah. No, not everywhere. Oh, I don't. Jason you do not. Jason, you're exempt. But yeah, many, mostly fathers. What a proud this moment. this photo of people holding up, you passed your... <laughs> Flight. This is what I want to imagine. Flight training for indoor skydiving. Which also we did no. not do great at. No, no. I just want to say this. I'm not trying to be morbid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just say. This is how we're gonna pick. A, uh, I'm thinking of number two, one and ten. Mm. Nine, eight, eight. I was picking thinking three. So Scott, in this scenario, you're dead. <laughs> okay. Oh well. It's. Your family now is figuring out the collage <laughs> to be in front of your casket. Mm-hmm. Um, going through all the photos, <laughs> they see that one. Yeah. Does that? Do you want that in the collage? I. You know what? It's me, me with my pals. Look, we've been hanging out for that? six years. Paul okay. Shear, a good man, yeah. great comedian. Do you want it? I'm just saying, yes or no? Do you I want think, it in the I, You know, I'd take that, and I'd take the certificate itself, which I still have, <laughs> and was like up like on like a mantle for, the, for some time. Then what about this? If this goes in the collage. Everybody help me keep that for Scott Gardner. That goes in the collage. We will take the certificate. Uh, Elmer's glue the back of that thing. Slap it on the edge of the casket <laughs> like a seal <laughs> to make sure that nobody, uh-huh. th- that way we know somebody broke in. Oh, if, if that thing's ripped, we yeah. know somebody, somebody was tampering. Face the corpse. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We, and we run your corpse through the I fly one time. Before, yeah. just one as like a last trip, yeah. Yeah. it, yeah. it might one do time. better than me alive. It right. would maybe like be more still, the <laughs> center of gravity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> dying wish. Yeah. To, you know what? Not only that, and if my cor- and if the corpse gets like chopped up by the indoors skydiving fan, oh yeah, then so be it. Like, and then it's kind of been a cremation as that's well. That's what happened to Charlie from the Chocolate Factory. Remember the lifting drinks? Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah, the no rest po- of the movie after that, it's just yeah. his vision as he's dying. Yeah, he he's he just died. A man. Yeah, he died in that scenario. <laughs> yeah, real life was. <laughs> yeah, him and Uncle they couldn't even sort the parts out. Him and Uncle Joe, Grandpa Joe. Oh, I had to shut the factory down for half a day. Yeah, just like Disney, it was like Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, that, everybody, we're shutting the chocolate factory down for a little bit. Tom, what if we were to tell you that uh ride that it was very cumbersome for you to get on uh, cost hundreds of millions of dollars to make? I think $500 million. Yeah. Um, So the maybe a billion between ever. Florida yeah. and California. Yeah, they've spent a billion dollars total on that, that at one attraction. Well, this is why the studios are right in the strike. <laughs> Thing. They don't have the money yeah. for these things. <laughs> we know where it's going. One billion dollars. Do you think George Lucas is looking now? He's just like, that's just sold it for twenty billion. What am I doing? It's mm. like four billion. I sold it. Suddenly, four billion sounds hey, really? a it? little yeah, low. It was four billion, <laughs> yeah. doesn't I mean, it? Actually, yeah. Like oh, suddenly yeah, you're just like least. four billion. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like, 
Mm. Not enough. Mm, seven? Like you think he'd go back and be like, can I have another three billion so I don't look <laughs> stupid? At least they have used the franchise and topped everything George ever did. At least yes. they can rest easy knowing. Mm-hmm. George, I'm sure, is very proud. Like, well, they beat me at yeah. every level. My films are trash now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also want to congratulate Disneyland on this app that they have that makes it impossible for a human without a $1,500 phone to buy a a pineapple whip. (laughs) What a great system that is. You can literally go up Mm. to the thing and go, I'd like a pineapple whip. They go, you got to use the app. Like, I'm talking to you right now. Can I please, like, you got to use the app. And then you have to, like, schedule it for, like, Mm. 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the thing's made already, and then you're just like, is that mine yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Other people are getting theirs faster, like, maybe, nah, by that's hand. Not yours. The, Mike is <laughs> Mr. He's Mr. App. I love the app, yeah. Literally, there was a time with Pineapple Whips mm-hmm. where we ordered the same thing, and he did it with the app, and I did it in person. He got his, I would say, that's 50 seconds Lynn. before mine. There we go. This is another fun photo. Look at this. Oh, he's a theme park this is celebrity. Len- yeah, yeah. That's Len Testa from touringplans.com, and we just we just bumped into him there. Oh yeah. my God! <laughs> That's right. Just That's what we out all of said. nowhere. <laughs> yeah, the Len, Len Testo. The Testa. Testa, Testa from yeah. planning from tour touring, touring plans. plans. Touring plans. Yeah, yeah. he uh, does a pod- Is I think it's the website. He was the, he was one of the only theme park podcasters until we got in the game. Until we edged into his. Well, territory. then if you look at him, he hates you guys. <laughs> yeah, you can see this it. is the most forced smile. You're all yeah. like, you're all excited, and he's just slapped this. Yeah, these are the he's guys just going. taking money out of my kid's pocket. He later that night, it was a full-on Travis Bickle moment for Len Testa, <laughs> staring in the mirror, going, "They're taking your, they're taking food off your table. They're taking food off your table." <laughs> Jason. Let's go. Jason, let's go. Start shaving his head. <laughs> Tour. I'm the I'm the podcast guy. I'm the park. park theme park podcast <laughs> guy. Who do they think guy they talks are? Round and rounds. Yeah. Who do they think they are? Goes to Disneyland the next day. A camo. <laughs> he goes to the thing he's like yeah is scott here yet <laughs> who <laughs> he's scott did scott come through yet he climbs the top You're of like, the castle i think someone names i'm assuming some scots came through and some jasons and some mics mm-hmm. have come through already <laughs> yeah try to tackle me into the moat yeah the castle moat yeah i just want to say I'm being told that the segment's over. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but we're just getting into Len Testa. Yeah, we start coming. Yeah. We got so much more to say about Len Testa. I just want to say You're this. Kick us out. I just want to say this. I want to get Len Testa on this show <laughs> and get him talking about you guys. <laughs> I really want to. I'm going to act like I don't know who you are. Okay. I'm going to think I know of podcast the ride. I'm going to get him. I'm going to be like, but come on, Len. They stole your thing. <laughs> they stole it. I mean, it's stealing's not right, right, Len? Mm-hmm. Just like you couldn't steal a pineapple uh, whip from the thing, it would be wrong. It'd be like that ad where it's like, it was wrong to steal it or something like pirating was wrong. It'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. 
it's stealing if you. <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> it's to not yeah. steal a Dole Whip. Yeah, to steal a Dole Whip. <laughs> Is it cool to steal an idea for a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get him on. Len, you can get him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. he from out here? No, uh, I think New York. You jumped to that Florida. very quickly. Like almost. I was. Like, thank I, God. I, I not texted him uh, yesterday or the other day. And where are you texting with this guy? <laughs> well, we're going to Orlando soon, and he's down there. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. down there. Yeah, he's yeah. speaking at MIT. I think. We, we asked <laughs> him to be Orlando. in our live show coming up in Orlando, and he but he couldn't because he's speaking at MIT. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a sure. he's a data scientist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, MIT must stand for two different things then, because the MIT he's at doesn't have. <laughs> Technology in it or institute. <laughs> so he meant he's, he's watching MI. He's MI. watching Mission Impossible Three. Yeah, <laughs> good one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Podcast the ride comes out every Friday, and mm-hmm. I have yet to be asked to be on. We Apparently, go, Paul Shear uh, <laughs> is, is like I'm in. I'm in line. For 90 minutes behind Paul, Sh- an infinite number of Paul Shears. <laughs> Let's get three more Shear appearances at least. Yeah. Look, mm-hmm. you pick the ride and I'll be there. We should just oh, assign wow. it. Maybe. Well, I mean, what we've had earmarked maybe is uh, Toothsome Chocolate Emporium. This oh, has I'll been do that in a second. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. We got, well, we got big plans brewing. Well, so when we you're ready for sweet. Toothsome's. I'm ready for twosomes. You would mm-hmm. not believe the Shock. amount of over th- the mechan the complicated mechanism before we can start to talk about toothsome chocolate. Yeah. You're gonna be. You might leave in the first seven minutes of the episode. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Running out to get yeah. on a Ferris yeah. wheel. Like well, I would exactly. rather I'll be. Go, on I'll, the, I'll go on a Ferris wheel. <laughs> what I will. End, yeah. What I will end up doing is. Um, the uh, I'm going to lentesta you. <laughs> no, right. that's my lentesta right there. If he might, oh, first yeah. wheel. There you go. Yeah. That garbage roller coaster in the back and the <laughs> terrible Ferris wheel. <laughs> you would hate that Ferris wheel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, that one's scary. Both of those the swing around. The yeah. inside yeah. track down. is the worst thing. Oh, that's the one with the tracks, and it can go and up and down. No, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. I went on that once at at Coney Island with somebody. And they thought it was hilarious to be rocking the thing back and forth. I was like, seriously, stop. <laughs> it yeah, doesn't just yeah. rock. It flo- like there's a whole. Tra- it's oh, crazy. It. I'm never yeah. doing that one. Mike and I got put in a, a car once on that with a, a family we didn't know and Paul Shear. It is true. Yeah. Star of the segment. Paul's like huh? busy. <laughs> a lot of this stuff happened like three years yeah, ago. Though. Yeah, a lot of these Paul stories. We don't get out as much yeah. anymore. Yeah, that happened yeah. pre-COVID. Different wow, world. Jason, Mike, Scott, thank you so much for swinging by and saying hi. Thank you. Thank, thank you for having me. Open so with this wad list. Thank you. you got yeah, it. Yeah. We're back on track now. Absolutely. This is going to be like lightning. Now. Come, come to some with us, please. I will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, great. I'll just be there, and you'll be like, "Oh, you're here for the episode." Like, oh yeah, yeah, the episode. Every milkshake, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have a table, with, <laughs> exactly. Every milkshake on it, <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, Tom, example. what's up?" The staff knows my name. <laughs> Added to your tab, Tom. Yeah, the usual, the usual, yeah, the one point six million dollars. <laughs> the manager comes over. He's kind of like, tab's getting a little high. Seven figures now. We're hoping you could maybe pay something toward it. I'll be just like, 
Yeah, okay. You put, put me if it's a fifty grand against the chair. Uh, that'll do. That, is that good enough to get your manager off your back? Now go to that weird comic book store that I don't know how is still in business. Yeah, yeah. And get me an issue of Hellboy, please. Get me every Hellboy. It moved into a bigger store too. That comic book. Thing? Yeah, it used to be a smaller store. Yeah, it was enormous. Yeah, There's no way that thing's not. It's there's huge. somebody in the there's somebody in a back office right now going like I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> like looking at a ledger and things. He's like this is every way I slice it with these numbers. We're in trouble. <laughs> Apparently not. It's weird. Nobody wants to come here and buy comic books when they have to pay thirty dollars to park. <laughs> it's so strange. We're just not getting a whole lot of casual foot traffic <laughs> when our when parking is a mile and a half away and thirty dollars <laughs> all, right. all right thanks guys thank so, you thank you Let's go to the phones. Let's go to the phones. Hello, Best Show. Hello, Tom. How are you? Who's this? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Haven in Tennessee. What's that now? This is Haven in Tennessee. Haven in Tennessee. Like Haven uh, from uh, the movie Nashville? Well, I, I just had one for the list for you, if that's okay. What do you got? Frog. Who? Frog. He, he, you know, the, the piano player. He oh, plays you're, like a frog. You want to know what? This is what I'm going to say. And you don't have to comment on this. You're calling as Henry Gibson's character from Nashville. And you're putting Frog, the session player who irritated you in the movie Nashville, on the list. Can I see the list, please? Number 11, Frog from the movie Nashville, goes on the list. Bob, can I, before I leave you, can I say one more thing, please? Sure. Well, the best show's doing something right for the last 23 years. That is, oh my God, I can, I'm going to say this to you, Hayden. Last week when I was doing the best show at the end of it, not joking. 30%. 30% of me was ready to say this is the final episode of the show. 30%. I almost said, thanks, everybody. We're done forever here after that episode. You might think I'm joking. I'm not joking. I almost did it. Frog on the list. You're keeping me here for a little more. You're keeping me here with this Hayden. Um, I I love you, man. That's all I can say. All right, you have a great night. You bye, too. Bye, bye. Bye. See, that's a great call, Frog. He calls as a character from my favorite movie, Nashville, and puts the session guy who drove him nuts. Masterful. <laughs>
masterful. Hello, Best Show. Hey, this is Max. Max, how you doing, Max? I'm doing well. I was uh, the first caller after the last 24-hour show last year. Max, you're doing it again. Yeah. So now you're the second caller on the second 20, after the second 24-hour show. Yeah, I did that on purpose. I'm impressed. Who should make the list, Max? Okay, this is not something I like dwell on often, but this week I was thinking <laughs> Bernie Toppin. Bernie Toppin, why? Why Bernie Toppin, Elton John's lyricist? Yes. So I work a couple days a week at this bookstore, this indie bookstore, and Bernie Toppin's book just came out. Yeah. And this thing is like 500 pages long. Okay. And it's got this kind of precious photo of him on the front and you're flipping through it. Half of it is about his like visual art practice that no one's heard of. And, uh, and it's like, you know, I'm looking, then I'm looking in the system when Elton John's book came out, it was like 200 pages and we only sold like two copies. But, of, but of Elton John's book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but no, but and then we have this stack on the front table of like fifteen of these Bernie Toppin books. And uh and I'm thinking, this guy thinks he's worth three hundred more pages than Elton John. But but he's just the guy who wrote the words that Elton John would mumble because they're not even that good. This is a harsh stand you're taking, Max. You realize that, right? I do, but did you hear the uh, the WTF interview with him? I did like, not hear that ago? yet. I didn't hear it yet. Okay, he spends the first 20 minutes of it bragging about how his best friendship with Alice Cooper. And this is recorded post, you know, all the anti-trans Alice Cooper stuff. And uh, it was just a bad start. And, and this guy's talking. I mean, this guy talks like he thinks the Elton John fans are like 50-50 Bernie Toppin fans. <laughs> That's very funny to actually Bernie Toppin is just kind of like, yeah, they like our records. They like our albums. Yes, yeah. Oh, there, there's a part where where Marin is like, you know, I was looking at the old pictures and you had good hair. And Toppin's like, well, I had to have good hair. I was basically in the band. He basically wasn't in the band also. <laughs> like, He's basically not in the band. Yeah. Yeah. You're making a good case. But mostly it's just that I have to look at this book at work and I see that this guy thinks he's worth 300 more pages than Elton John. Well, Max. And I'm, you know, I'm not a huge Elton John fan, but Elton John's a legend. Bernie Toppin ain't no legend for writing Benny and the Jet. Max. Know? Max. I'm going to say this. When this call started, I said to myself, this Max has a screw loose. No idea. (laughs) But I'm going to hear Max. I'm going to hear you out, Max. But now I'm going to say this. You convinced me, Max. Somewhere in the 90s, it's going to be low on the list. 
Bernie Toppin makes the list because Max made the case. Number 95, Bernie Toppin. I did not think that would work. Uh, well, thanks, Tom. Um, no, you did it. Uh, I actually, I got to split and make this short, but the 24-hour show was so good. God bless you. You did it, USOB. It's just, I'm such a fan. I love the show. It was awesome to have the four horsemen all together. Um, it really was. Kudos. It was just such an amazing show. So, uh, yeah, thanks so much, Tom. Thank you. I appreciate it. Talk soon, Max. Jeff can come sit in here if Jeff wants to be in the room. Jeff's welcome to come in the room. Okay. Hello, Best Show. Hey, this is Cade in D.C. Cade in D.C. How are you, Cade? C-A-D-E? K-A-D-E? The C-A-D-E. C-A-D-E. I like that name, Cade. Makes you sound like a... uh, a hooligan like you're not a hooligan okay not a well, hooligan you sound like somebody who can take care of business that's what you sound like kate well i that's that's very nice thank it, you it and i like... i also want to compliment you on your your 24 times two like that's a double herculean effort and mm-hmm. i admire thank that thank you kate i appreciate it who do you got for the list kate i got i got a raft of them if you're ready I am so ready. Okay, number one, Russell Brand. Yeah, we'll put Russell Brand on. Uh, put him right next to Rogan. 16. Um, Nicholas Winding Refn, that director. Yeah, I got no I got no truck with that uh director. What what's the what's what's your problem with that director? Uh, have you seen that interview he did with Friedkin? No. He's just, he's so, you, know, you got to see it. It's hilarious. Um, he does this interview with, with Friedkin and uh, Friedkin is giving him the business the whole time. Give me somebody else. Um, I, it's not enough, not enough on that to make the list. Okay. okay. Mickey Rooney. That's a good one. Mickey Rooney can go in the second tier uh maybe in the 30s let's put mickey rooney let's put mickey rooney 35 please um brett Favre. yeah brett Favre. um 22 for brett Favre, please you're doing a good job, Kate. I said to you, sounded like you could take care of business, and that's what you're doing. Are we are we doing cart- are we doing cartoon characters? I'm, pr- and, I'm trying not to. Know. I'm trying not to do that. What uh, what 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 cartoon character are you thinking about? Prince Adam. Prince Adam. Man. I don't. I don't know it. How about uh, Gargamel? No, I got I got no beef with Gargamel. You tell me the Smurfs weren't annoying, right? I was annoyed. The annoyed. No, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna stay away from cartoon characters. I think you're right. Keep away from the cartoons. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's all I got. 
All right. Well, that's a pretty good contribution. Thank you, Cade. All right. I love you, Tom. I love the best show. I love you too, Cade. Thank you. Hmm. I see someone in the chat is saying Tom doesn't know it. What the, what don't Tom know? Someone tell me what Tom don't know. You tell me what Tom don't know. I'm saying Mickey Mouse is a what? Mickey Mouse might be the only character to make the thing. The only cartoon character. So, I had a crazy week. I um, flew to North Carolina on Friday, as I was telling Mike and Pat. And uh, I get in my seat. And there's an, I get an aisle seat. There's an empty seat next to me. And there's a nice, um, nice woman in the, the window seat. And she has a dog, a little small dog. And I said to myself, empty seat. So tired. The sleep ain't it ain't back. Twenty four hours is a long time to stay up, my friends. Cause it's more like forty hours when it's all said and done. Um empty seat. I'm like, and a dog? This is gonna be great. So we're talking. She's very nice. Talking about dogs. And She's talking, I'm telling her about I have three dogs. Me and Julia got three dogs. I got a Chihuahua and a Pekingese and a, another dog. Talking all about the dogs. And she goes, my dog is, she says, this is a great dog. She's talking about how great her dog is. Her dog, her best friend. I love this dog. I would bet she used the word friendly to talk about that dog, I would bet $1,000. Wouldn't bet everything I own, I would put $1,000 on it. So then, I'm next to the dog. The dog is on the seat in the middle. That's the only, that's that's who should take those middle seats. Dogs, give them to dogs. I'm just talking I'm not petting this dog. I'm not touching this dog. My hand moves vaguely in the vicinity of this dog. This dog bites me. I got bit by a dog on a plane. This dog bit me on the plane. Broke the skin. Dog chomped me, broke the skin. I'm literally bleeding. Not a lot. I'm not making it like it's some, oh my God. 
But I'll say this. You get bit on a plane, even if it's a little eensy, eensy, it's a bite. Chomp right on my wrist. I know it's a little tiny thing. I'm not saying, oh, my God, the, oh, the wound and the blood was pouring out. There was no blood pouring out. Well, there was a, li- a little bit. It wasn't pouring out. Do you know how much blood you're supposed to see when you go to fly? None. I saw more than the amount of blood I'm supposed to see on a plane. Wrong. No, somebody said in the tattoo area, wrong wrist. Chomp. And then, then she goes, oh, he, he does that a lot. And he, what? He does this a lot. What, what the hell is he out in the open like this then? Next to, I'm so sorry. Then she says, you know what I think it is? I think it's, I think it's the vaccines that this dog gets. The dog got vaccines for rabies and, a, and the personality just changed. Stop talking. I said, it's not, I said, it's not the vaccines. I said, this dog didn't chomp me because of a freaking vaccine. Vaccine. It's not the vaccine. I said, your dog has f- issues. He's got fear issues. Do you think he's, uh, it's correct? Do you think he, I can get this taken care of? Yes, I think so. This is, now I'm calming her down. About her, her dog being fixable. And now the whole flight. She had to get up three times during the flight. Three times during the flight. Uh, and every time she got up, she brought that dog back to the to the bathroom. And I'm telling you, that dog looked at me every time. Just saying, like, I got the bloodlust. And I'm coming back for more. Would, like, look over over her shoulder. She's, like, walking, holding the dog, uh, like, like, with the dog's back over her shoulder. And the dog's head is looking back at me. I ain't done with you. You're the tapas box i'm ordering on this flight and i this is free this one's free and look i'm not gonna say any i'm not gonna get this late oh i got bit first of all then we don't take off secondly i barely got bit it was okay did i want it to happen no And now the whole flight, oh, she's just saying, like, oh, again, I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, it's okay. Then the flight attendant and the flight attendant in front of me started driving me nuts. Cause again, there's some there's some old guy, some guy who's in his in his eighties. God bless him. He's wearing a military hat at Air Force. And she comes over and she just goes, Sir. I just want to thank you for your service. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. 
Uh, I'll have a coffee. And she goes, I understand what you did for us. Freedom is not free. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. The, the coffee, please. Uh, she goes, you made a sacrifice for us. And she said, freedom is not free a second time. She said, freedom is not free twice. I wish he said, uh, you know, it is free, though. The coffee. Can I have a cup, please? Took her. F- it's like the guy gets it. The guy gets it. Just get him his coffee. So we fly the flight, land. As soon as we land, my cohort in the aisle turns to me, and she holds the dog up, and she says this. We're so sorry. As if the dog was saying. The dog was not sorry. That's the only, that's the problem with her, with her premise that the dog is sorry. That dog wasn't sorry. Can we show the, and I snapped a picture. There's no trace of who this is or anything. Just zoom in on the dog, please, on the picture. I'm not trying to get her. Look, she did whatever. It's whatever. She's a bad dog owner. Jeff can come in also. Does Jeff want to come in? That's the dog. Number two on the list, the dog that bit me on the airplane. We're so sorry. He ain't sorry. Chomp. So then, get this, get home a few days later, not going to belabor this one, there's a new dog in our house, we're, wa- we're watching somebody else's dog, I'm not kidding you, this dog chomps me, tattoo hand. Right here, these fingers. Chomp. I get chomped twice. Twice in three days. Now I'm just like, this dog chomped me. Second dog in three. I've never, I haven't been bit by a dog since I was 13. And I get chomped two times in three days. And now I'm like, what the hell is going on? What am I? I got a, 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 did I get a tattoo on my forehead that says milk bone? Does it say milk bone on my forehead? Milk bone. Is my, do I look like a a bag of Beneful? I'm not putting that second dog on the list. Then today, I go to Highland Park, a neighborhood in Los Angeles, 
because the video store video tech is coming back and I thought they might be open. I was nearby. I go by. They ain't open yet. I can't wait till they're open. Video tech's the best video store going. I love it so much. So then. Suddenly I'm walking back to my car after peeking into the window of video tech. Suddenly I see a dog loose. And this is a busy intersection, mind you. There's a dog on the side street side of the intersection. Loose. And now there's a guy trying to wrangle the dog. There's there's a woman holding another dog, screaming, clearly her dog. There's this guy. I don't know who this guy is. He's trying to catch the dog. The dog thinks it's a game now. The dog's weaving around. I see this. I'm like, this stupid dog is going to run into the road. And there are buses coming, trucks coming. People are going 35 miles an hour easy. I see that dog going toward the road. So I run out into the road. Hands up. Both sides. I stop all traffic. I go right into the middle of the intersection. I've never done that in my entire life. I go into the middle of the intersection. I'm waving at all four sides. Stop. Stop. People see the dog, but now you're hoping that other people aren't coming up, like saying, what's the traffic? I'm going to cut, make a left around it and go past. I'm stopping the traffic every which way. The guy's trying to catch the dog. The dog comes toward him. The dog runs away. The dog literally starts going between vehicles. Not kidding. Between vehicles. I'm trying to hold the traffic down. This stupid dog thinks it's a game. And finally, the dog runs over back to the owner. The owner grabs the dog. And then the woman's talking. And... She says to the other guy who jumped out of his car, mind you, to help with this. She's like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. And the dogs, the dog got away. Then he's like, well, you know, well, we helped and got it. And then the woman turns to him, this other guy, and goes, well, thank you so much for this. And then walks away without thanking me. I'm jumping out in traffic here. I'm literally in traffic waving things down so your dog don't get squashed by a bus. A bus. I was holding a bus back with my hands. Now, this is my worst nightmare. I think C. Worman is right. It's the tattoo. I'm stuck now for the rest of my life. Dogs don't respect me. Humans don't respect me. Because now I'm one of these hoodlums with a tattoo. Oh, he's got a tattoo. Look out. She didn't even look. She didn't even say thanks to me. Didn't even say thanks. 
I saved her freaking dog's life. You could at least turn and go, thank you. I tell you, I'm close to giving up on humanity with that one. That one hurt. Did it hurt that the owner of dog number two chomping me never said a peep to me directly? Yeah, that hurts. This third one. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Look right at me. He didn't even look at me. Didn't even look at me. Looked at the other guy. Thank you. I don't know what I'm going to do. And this footage, they're playing the footage of uh, Vic Berger's dog uh, escaped. And then uh, a coyote was chasing the dog and got away. It's heroic footage. No, I love that footage. I'm glad to see that. If if I was in that situation, Vic would uh, punch me in the face if I saved this dog. The way things are going with me now. Run my foot over with this car. Thank you to the other guy. What am I doing? It's courtesy. I'm giving up. I'm ready to give up. 30% close. 30% of me was going to end the show last week. Not joking. I almost ended it. Everybody. I can't top this. Thank you so much for all the years of listening. Best of luck to you. See you at the funeral home. Next time you see me, I will be in a casket. Come by, sign the guest book. Stupid humans. You know what I'll keep doing, though? The right thing. I'll do it a hundred more times. I feel so bad for some of these dogs. Their owners are stupid. Could you imagine if you were a dog and you realized your owner was an idiot? What's that feel like? Right? You probably knows that Reggie. Reggie probably knows that. Star of Strays. Reggie found out the hard way. Freaking Reggie. I'm no different than Reggie. The main dog in Strays. Out of theaters now. I couldn't get a ticket to see Strays. Even when on StubHub, they were fake. I went to the theater with these StubHub tickets for Strays. These ain't Strays tickets, my friend. I'm no different than Reggie. There's <laughs> Reggie, I get you. I get you, Reggie. It's me and you, Reggie. Playing out the string. Thank you, sir. Mm, second sir here, you didn't think. This life. This planet. I don't know what to do. I did a 24-hour show. You think that I would have karmically bought myself for all that joy. I would have bought myself 
maybe not getting bit by two dogs in three days and then getting completely disregarded by someone whose dog I literally saved the life of today. Literally. You tell me, oh, you didn't literally do it. Those buses were coming past. Here, there's a photo of the street. I'm, I'm sending a photo of the street. Camera. No, I don't want to see myself. Oh, I hate this phone. I'm ready to throw this phone in the, right at the dog. It's going to throw it right where the dog was. Well, see, now the picture makes it look uh, like it's uh, Mayberry. I'm not showing the picture. Everybody's going to go, that doesn't look like a busy street. It was a busy street. There's buses going. You know what street it was? Here, I'll tell you what street it was. North Figueroa. Brett Boehm, please come in here for one second. Uh -huh. Brett, you don't have to get on mic. I'm just going to ask you. Okay. I am. Thank you. It is. North Figaro and Highland Park. Busy street. Yeah, it's a busy street, right? Cars going fast. I was in the middle of the intersection stopping that. Thank you. I just wanted on the record that I was on some suburban side street here. Thank you. He calls it a thoroughfare. Don't know what that means, but. It sounds busy, so I'm going with it. I was in a thoroughfare. Tom, was was there a gap in, in that? Uh, a thoroughfare gap? No, that's a Stephen Stills album, Thoroughfare oh, I'm Gap. I'm sorry. And by the way, so far, this Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young recap podcast over on the Patreon now. Patreon.com slash the best show. Caller, is there a new caller on the line? Yes, there is, Tom. Hi, it's Sam from Atlanta. Sam from Atlanta. How are you? I'm doing great, Tom. Um, I, I feel you on the 24 hours thing, and congratulations again on that. Um, I myself worked a full 24 hours uh, the same week, and let me tell you, being on, thinking of even being on for that long just sounds exhausting, because I know I was at 2% by the time I hit hour 12, so kudos to you thank you so much sam thank you sir i'm like <clears throat> uh, all right so i've got a um i've got a wad here that i love to death but 110 percent a wad yeah let's you know, hear what do you got you, you can admit when it's something it's uh paul simon Ooh, that's a good one Show me the second page, please. Yeah. Third page. Let's go third page with Paul Simon. Number. Let's do a little music block right there. Number 72, Paul Simon. Right between oh, Roger Waters and Don Henley. Hate that song. Always hated that song. I was song. thinking like low 
on it just because like i'm like is he really a wad or is he just misunderstood but these, then you yeah now he's read a, up on yeah he's a wad these are the paul simon songs that i like Kodachrome. I like that one. Which other ones do I like? Let us be lovers. We'll marry our fortunes together. I've got some real estate here in my bag. America. I like a bunch of Simon and Garfunkel songs. He's a total phony baloney. Listen to the fake. Holy moly. If you want to hear something. Listen to this is this is a fellow kids moment in the 60s is Paul Simon trying to sound psychedelic. Yikes. If you want to hear something sad, listen to Faking It by Paul Simon, where it's like it has like like a shop owner's like, hello, what's going on? Like it's like fake psychedelic. It's embarrassing. You heard his Bob Dylan send up like his mate, his faux Bob Dylan song that he did, where he's just reading off a thesaurus and he's like, "Yeah, that's a good Bob Dylan impression." The one where he did, well, Bob Dylan covered the 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 boxer at one point. No, it's like it's like a simple fill. fill, It's something with a P PH. Um, A, A Bob Dylan song. No, he he made he he has a song making yeah. fun of Bob Dylan's electric period. Sure. Um, uh, well, you know what song uh, Paul Simon did that sounds like a Bob Dylan song? Most of them. Sounds yeah. of Silence. It's <laughs> like the worst Bob Dylan song. Sounds of Silence. I had a, in sixth grade. I remember a teacher was like going over the lyrics to Sounds of Silence, trying to teach us how. Like I'm just remembering this now. Oh my goodness! I'm trying to remember how songwriting is poetry it's like uh and i remember this line this is just coming back to me right now this is wild this is all the uh, the brain fog that has been here for 40 years because i gotta read the book it's in the book it's very exciting the things i'm like 12 from uh stranger things (laughs) this teacher goes yeah um hold it this teacher goes, people talking without listening, people, what, what is it like, people hearing without, like, people hearing without listening, people talking without speaking. It's like, do you, do you follow that? And then the teacher goes, and then this line, the words of the prophets were written on the subway walls and tenement halls. That's for another time. Like, like as if that was like a concept be, beyond us. And that's for another time. No thanks. Oh, you know what the fakest part of this Paul Simon was? It's faking it. It's it's because it, it has like a, a an awful strawberry feels like it kind of rolls in the way strawberry fields has the thing. Listen, here we go. That's not it. That's shadows of night. Listen to this. And then now a lousy Simon and Garfunkel song starts. My Little Town, I like. I like that sound. My Little Town. Nothing but the dead and dying back in my little town. 
I like that one. Mrs. Robinson is all right. Hazy Shade of Winter is good. Bangles did a nice cover of that. Yeah. Look, I can pick and choose a few here. We get a nice greatest hits going at uh, Simon and Garfunkel, Paul Simon. We could put 12 together. We could string together some uh, a greatest hits. It would be just kind of like the way, you know, Foghat has a greatest hits album. And nobody calling Foghat genius. So what do we got? What do we got? Uh, 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 oh, uh, caller. 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 Oh, I hung up on them. That's why they weren't there. <laughs> That's for another time. The words of the prophets were written on the subway walls in tenement halls. <laughs> That's for another. You kids can't handle that. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom, it's Trevor from Denver. Trevor from Denver. Yes, and he also made a video with, did we put Paul Simon on the list? Did we pick a spot? We did pick a spot. Might move, uh, yeah, not moving people up. I know that's an issue. Uh, Brian, I do like the Brian Johnson ACDCs, Brian Johnson back-to-back. Logan Paul almost looks like an alien a little bit. Like he's got like, like you'd expect him to like close encounters. The thing opens and he comes down I'm from outer space. I'm a gray. Trevor, what's going on? Not a much here in Denver tonight. Uh, how's it going with you, Tom? I'm pretty good. What do you you sound like you're all business? Like I'm talking to a cop. You a cop? Oh no. You a cop? Is my connection how's my connection? No, your connection's fine. I'm just talking you're very brief and, and to the point, almost to the point of, of you being curt to me. Sorry, man. First time call. It's okay. Uh, maybe you're, a little nervous. Tonight. Well you Kurt, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Your name's not Kurt, it's Trevor. But I'm gonna call you Kurt. Kurt. Take a deep breath. You're here with your friend, Tom. Are well, there, thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. Are there countless people listening to this? Yes. Will this never? <laughs> will this episode never, literally never go away? Yes, it will be preserved forever. This performance of yours right now, you are on the tightrope. But relax, relax, have fun with it. Now, Kurt, well, what, do you, what do you got for the topic? Well, it's kind of funny that um, you said it's going to be around forever. I'm actually um, was inspired to call because I've been going back into the archive, uh, mm-hmm. starting from that first uh, episode uh, put onto Spotify. So I guess that was 2014. Um, going back uh, and just re-listening, uh, my friend Sufi in Denver got me into the show in 2008. Um, and yeah, I've been a long time listener, so it's just an honor to be on the show. Thanks so much. Well, it's very sweet to have you here. Thanks. Uh, I just wanted to also give, uh, just a shout out for the 24 hour show. Um, what was your favorite part? What was your favorite part, Kurt? It's Trevor. Uh, no problem. Um, that Tony Shalhoub interview was definitely a dream come true. Uh, just after reading the book and 
hearing, you know, how much you uh, admired him and just everything, all the good things you had said about him and just being a true fan of the show. Um, it was just so cool to see you two interact. Um, and yeah, that was very meaningful. You get your moment. I almost cried big time during that. That was getting very emotional. Stay up that long, start oh, talking touching. about how much somebody means to you. The tears were forthcoming on that one. But I never cry. You ever get these people that are just like, I haven't cried since I was. And it's like, what? I cried at lunch. <laughs> I see one of those dog commercials on TV and I hit the waterworks hit. Yeah, you get it. Now tell me, you heard the story of my heroics with the dog, right? Today? Yeah. Yeah, you're a hero. Thank you. I, I, I can't say it. Okay. Well, the chat was saying it uh, over and over, and uh, I, I agree with everybody in well, there. It's very uh, sweet. Definitely hero of the day. It's very sweet. What do you have for the topic, though, uh, Trevor? Well, uh, for the topic, I've got a couple. Um, okay. On point, uh, being from color in Colorado, I thought uh, Lauren Bobert was. Look, lay thing. off Lauren Boebert. She's cool. <laughs> She's classy. Yeah. Uh, no. I will say I'm this. really not classy. I will say this about her. I don't think she had that in her. You know what I mean? Like, that's full. That's full. I don't care about nothing behavior. Like, like that is like. I'm not even worried a little bit about ever getting busted for anything. That was, that was pretty far down the line. Mike. Honestly, when I saw that headline. Trevor, hold on one second. Mike. AP Mike. Yes, sir. What did you, sir? Come on. What did you think of the Lauren Boebert story? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, she's out of control, um, but she, you know, she rocks that uh, sexy librarian look pretty good. That was a nice outfit she had on. Mike, that's the reason why I threw it to you. <laughs> you like the sexy li- librarian look? Mike, you know my mommy listens to this show. <laughs> No, look, she looks. Does she look? Yeah. She looks great. Of course she does. Is she a monster? Yeah, yeah she is too. <laughs> you know, but to be in that theater vaping in front of a pregnant woman. Oh, I didn't see the pregnant woman. I haven't, yeah. yeah, I haven't been really following it. Yeah, she was vaping in front, and it was one of those great things where she didn't know there were that many cameras in the theater. <laughs> the theater because she's like i didn't do this i didn't do that and suddenly like here's footage of all of it she's like now nah, he got a little out of hand whoops whatever so caller trevor yes you're saying you want lauren bobert on the list i'm trying but she goes that, under the every politician she goes there's a thing for every politician I just want all politicians being You're on right. the list. So we're going to, she's going to fall under that category. 
No problem. No problem. Um, there's a fo- there's a second- still shot. There's a still shot uh, of Lauren Boebert with a pretty much a sick cloud of vape smoke coming <laughs> out of her mouth in that theater. Like she is at home vaping in this theater. That is not somebody hiding their vaping. I used to work with this one guy who would hide it in his fist. It's like, first of all, you're not fooling anybody. Secondly, it doesn't look even a little bit cool. You think you're getting away with it. It doesn't. You look dopey. I'll give Lauren Boebert the nod over this guy. Um, Yeah. Honestly, when I saw the headline about Lauren Boebert, the whole thing, at first, it, I, I thought it was written by the South Park people. Like, guys, I, I honestly, it looks so outlandish, all the different details, all the things that went on. It, it really seemed like an Onion article or something. Like, it's just so embarrassing to the state. Look, is it... <laughs> This I mean, is getting handy. Okay, well, look. Uh, <laughs> these are the things that I think are the best qualities to come out of Colorado. Mork and Mindy. From Boulder. They were in Boulder. The, that guy had a pretty sick record store. Um, What else is from Colorado that I admire? Hunter S. Thompson. Woody Creek. He was out there in Woody Creek, right? Yep. Who else? Royal Trucks. Royal Trucks. Not exactly going to say that's pure Colorado. They belong to the world, to America. They've lived all over the place. But yes, they do have Colorado roots. Um, the 1994 Denver Nuggets make the list we go (laughs) they make the list when they upended the number one seeded seattle supersonics with sean kemp and gary payton and sam perkins and perkins sam perkins and yeah that was great because that team was supposed to win the west loved it so Ooh, that's a good one. John Stockton. Now we're going to get into some basketball players. John Stockton, top 10, please. Can I see the top 10? Number nine, John Stockton. Well, Tom, that actually leads me to my next one. Um, What do you got? When I was a young boy, uh, my mom got back from being at the mall. Hold hold on one second. Before you go, hold on. I don't want to interrupt your story, but I'm going to. Okay. I want is since it was always Stockton to Malone, we're going on the list literally Stockton to Malone. Can I see the list, please? Number twelve and number thirteen. John Stockton twelve, Carl Malone thirteen. There you want your assist and your score right there, you two creeps. And thirteen's actually appropriate for that Carl Malone. Yeah, it's perfect. Thirteen. That's that's a. That actually worked out well for because for that to be the number. So go ahead. You were hanging out with your mom, and you were at the, the my mom. My mom had just gotten home from the mall, and she said, "Hey, I got an autograph from a from a NBA basketball player Ooh, today like at this. the mall." Yeah, 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 yeah. And 
and I was like, oh, really? Wow. Like, who was it? Like, I, I, I'm so excited. Let me see if I can guess. Frank Brakowski. Okay. Ooh, close. No. Um, give me another one. Jim McElvain. Ooh. No. Give me a hint. He, uh, well, he told my mother. Uh, he called my mother a B because she didn't have a Spalding basketball for him to sign. Joe Wolf. All she had was. Ooh, no. Uh, Joe Wolf. Good guess. Good player. Was this a good player? Yeah, he actually uh, recently made the list. He made the, the he made this list, or the or the Hall just, of Fame list. Just recently. Wait, which list? No, no, just our list. John Stockton. The Wad list. Close. Carl Malone. That's him. That's Carl Malone, the mailman. Yeah. So since I was a kid, I've really hated Worm. this guy because he called my mom a B. Yeah, of course. And uh, that really ticked me off as a I, kid. So I got to say one thing on my hit list. Trevor, I got to say one thing. The idea that we hit on Stockton to Malone on this list right now together makes it that much Seriously. more special. And I want to say this to you. I'm not telling you what to do. But I think you're not a good son unless you go fight Carl Malone for your mom's uh, honor. Um, it's a true bucket list of mine. Um, I have it written down in several places as this thing will happen someday. Or at least I will yell at him and tell him that he's the bee, not my mm-hmm. mom. So, Yeah, I like it. Okay, thank you for the call, Trevor. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate you. Have a great night. Here we go. Can I see the list again? We're going to fill in some rapid fire. You get ready for this. Okay, here we go. Jan Wenner. Yes. Greg Ginn. Top 10. Greg Ginn. Billy Corgan. Eh. Morton Downey Jr. This is not the heroes list. It's the wads list. Morton Downey Jr. doesn't make the list. I don't know who would put that on there. Jeff Dunham. Tell me why. Tell me why on that one. I mean, he sucks. It's not the sucky list. You need to have a wad. You need to bring some wad energy to it to make um, Sebastian Bach. Yeah, Sebastian Bach somewhere in the second uh, of the list, please. Sebastian Bach can go number 30. Look at Mickey Rooney on there. Yikes. Uh, Walt Disney. Yeah, of course. Third tier for Walt Disney. Adam Levine, he's just a dope. Ooh, I want to see your butt. Cool rock star. Um, Morrissey. Top first first list. Find a spot for him, please. Chuck Norris. He sucks. Put him on the fourth list. RFK Jr. falls under the politician thing. Malcolm Gladwell. Why I don't know why he would make the wad list. He's he's a snooze. Ariel Pink, yeah, put him on the third list. Um, John Landis, hmm. Hmm, Malcolm Gladwell on the list twice. Scott Adams, um, yeah, Scott Adams has to go on. Put him in that Mickey Rooney block right there, so we can get a bunch of dudes who all look the same. 
on it. Um, put him between Van Morrison and Mickey Rooney, Scott Adams. Rob Gronkowski, he's not a wad. He's a he's a dope. He's not a wad. Tom Brady is a wad, however. Tom Brady goes on the fourth list, please. Tom, would it be okay if I chimed in briefly on one one suggestion? Of course, of course. This is and this is Andrew, and I want to say to Andrew, Andrew, yes. you did okay. Just listen. Yes. When somebody said, "This is not a real conversation, Andrew. It's okay. presentational for broadcasting." Sounds good. I'm taking, but now I'm not saying anything. I was good. no, I'm kidding. Of course, Andrew. Everybody should know. Andrew did during the 24 hour show all the music. And I'm going to say this you leveled up, my friend. Thanks, Tom. You did such a great job with the music. It was spectacular. Shannon Shaw. I have heard more people talking about Shannon Shaw, how great it sounded. And Shannon Shaw has an otherworldly voice and is an otherworldly talent. I love Shannon Shaw, and I'm so glad she worked very hard to make that, moved a lot of pieces to get on the show. Amazing. It just, I'm, oh, I will be grateful for that. That was a magical moment. Yeah, she's amazing. I was really happy that I got to do that. But you did Shannon Shaw, you did King Tough, which was amazing. You did Fat Tony, which everybody was talking about. Fat Tony, you did um, Generation Suicida were awesome. Generation Suicida were amazing. You did Maley. I'm, I'm getting, my Todd. brain's not working. Maley Todd. Todd, of course. Um, I think that was about it. Oh, and of course, the garbage rats and the garbage rats, of course, Chalky. And you were the band leader for the garbage rats. Yeah, that I'm really happy with how that went. You um, did. You. I just want to thank you for the amazing job you did. Well, thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. So yeah, that's all I just want to say. So what did you want to contribute? Just one suggestion for the wads list. Okay. Um, Tiger Woods. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Tiger Woods. This is the second time I've uh, suggested Tiger Woods for a list and a negative list at that. Okay. Um, he's just not a, he, you know, supposedly like for how insanely wealthy he is, ridiculously cheap. Um, That's enough. Yeah. Put him on. Where do you want him? Where do you um, want him on the list? I think he right just rightfully deserves to be in the, either the second or third. Okay. High seconds, low thirds. Do you hear that? High second, low third just for because Tiger Woods. He, yeah. I don't right. know how, how bad he is in real life, but that alone. Well, that's it. You did it right there. There we go. Thanks. Thank you, Andrew. You're welcome. Now, hang on, my friends. Here we're going to go. A bunch of people to make the list. Jerry Jones is on the list already. Okay. Man, I Jerry Jones written down twice. Um, Jim Brewer. First tier. Uh, Greg Ginn, top 10. Greg Ginn goes top 10. Greg Ginn could go number one on this list. Right ahead of the dog that bit me. 
on the plane. Jerry Seinfeld, third tier. Alec Baldwin, the, the, the second tier. Papa John, fourth tier. Woody Allen, put him next to Alec Baldwin, please. There we go. Nice little burst there. I love that somebody's saying Kermit the Frog and people are getting mad. Man, these Muppet fans, they are intense. They'll push their mother in traffic if they had a chance to get their picture taken with Beaker. (laughs) That, I'm going to say, it's one of the top five things I've ever said on the best show. Right there. Mark it down. Hello, best show. Hey, is this me? I don't know, man. You tell me if it's you. I can't tell you if it's... Who's me? I'm you. Sounds like it's me. It's me. You ever notice you can't park in a driveway, but you drive on a parkway? Right? Keep off the grass. Or keep on the grass. Keep off the grass. Right? You can take a crap, but you need to give a crap. Right? The master, George Carlton, as Brendan Schaub says. Uh, do, to whom is do I owe the pleasure of speaking? Um, this is Will from Boston, but I'm currently in Denver. We're just going to say you're from Boston. A couple of times. Okay. Welcome, Will. What do you got for me? Um, I don't know. A couple of things. I don't know. You're... Let's hear it. I don't know. Well... So, um, wad. I'm not totally sure how to interpret. Hello, best show. Hello. Hello. Hi, this is Marcus. Hi, Hi Marcus. Wait, what's that guy doing? What? I'm not <laughs> sure how to. You had 24 hours we talked about it. More than I've ever talked about anything ever. So, what? I don't know how. What do you got for me, buddy? <laughs> uh, I got a couple. Uh, Jay Leno. Yeah, tried to get him on the 24-hour show. I was told Mr. Leno was busy. I wanted him to pull in in a Model A old-timey car, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I think I have my old car here. It's, it's, it's pretty exciting. Here I have old cars. It's a, you know, um, can I see the list, please? Jay Leno should go third tier. Who else you got for me, buddy? Ah. Uh. Now, I know you said no cartoons, but I want to run one by you. I'm always game to hear a cartoon. Who do you got? John Arbuckle from Carfield. Yes, you're the one person to break through on the cartoons. John from Garfield. Should have also made the cucks list on on, uh, Double Threat, but that's neither here nor there. 
John, yeah. uh, say he should go uh, second. He should, should he go first or second? What do you think? Second. We'll go second. Second. Anything else? Ah, uh, this is this one's a little abstract, but I think uh, when I think of wise, I tend I tend to think about uh, the manager at your first job out of high school. Because that, that's like a real formative experience. I get what you know? you're saying. And I'm intrigued. Your like first it's like, boss. It's like a real, like, you know. It's like your, first it's your boss, first boss, right? Your first boss, Marcus. It teaches you everything about what to hate and what to feel belittled by. I worked at a diner. My first proper well, this is horrifying to say out loud. Yeah, you know, I worked a little but I was I had a paper route and I uh, worked at a music store cleaning the back room, but my first proper job was when I was 13. <laughs> what uh, what am I here? I should get what's his face involved uh to, to tell my story. Uh Turn of the century guy, author Mike. Mike, who is it I'm talking about? Theodore Dreiser. Is that who I'm thinking of? <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Right, Theodore Dreiser. Isn't that wasn't that uh, a Dreiser? Yeah, Dreiser. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I don't want to. I apologize to the Dreiser <laughs> family for riding Dreiser. the S a little longer than I. <laughs> Theodore Dreiser should have been telling my story. Uh, Diner yeah. boy. Why <laughs> Griffiths? Nothing like the feeling of picking up plates covered in ketchup that your classmates just ate on. What a moment that is. Boy, oh boy. How am I on two feet? How am I on two feet? That's what Did I want to you have to know. clean out the pot with the soup of the day? I didn't clean the pot with the soup of the day. Right. I bust the tables. I had to, uh, you know, empty the bus trays so that the dishwasher, like bring them to the dishwashers and do anything else they wanted me to do. Clean tables, uh, sweep, mop. Clean the Johns? Uh, I don't remember cleaning the Johns. Um, uh-huh. I know I ended up in that that uh, meat locker a fair amount, pulling out. There's a giant tub of vanilla ice cream. Uh-huh. And then one time I had to change the milk in that giant milk thing that they have where you lift the arm up and the there's a little a little spout. That oh yeah, comes out. yeah. You have to thread the spout through and then cut the cut the end of it with a knife after you thread it through though i messed it up milk was going everywhere you'd think jerry lewis was trying to hook the milk thing up Uh oh boy the owner bill he did not like me bill didn't like me well thank you his name was stars stars well mike you just you just cinched it this guy Marcus just hit on it big time. Your first boss, top ten. Stars, yeah, there you go. Not literally stars. We're not putting stars on the oh, list. Oh no, okay. 
Now, <laughs> do you want to go with Stas? Do you really think I should put Stas on the list, Mike? Well, let me let me tell you what he would do. I would just finish mopping the floor in the kitchen. And we're talking about you're working in a restaurant now? Well, no, it was a coffee shop. Okay. So it's similar to what you were doing, you know. Not as big as a diner, just a, you know, one mm-hmm. one uh you know, few booths in the uh, counter. Uh but uh yeah, I would finish mopping, and of course that's when he's got to come back. And what he would do, he he thought it was less of a problem to just take his shoes off and walk on the mop floor rather than walk on with his shoes. Take his shoes off, walk on with his socks, mm-hmm. tiptoe, tiptoe. But you could, you know, you couldn't wait 10 minutes. Mike, I'm going to ask you something. Yeah. How do you spell stars? S-T-O-Z. S-T-O-Z. Can I see the list, please? First page. (laughs) Your Uh tail just convinced me that Stas goes in at number 17. (laughs) And now I just need you to find a photo of Stas. He looked a little bit uh, like Jason Alexander. (laughs) Just put a picture (laughs) of Jason Alexander. (laughs) I want you to put the picture, please, of Jason Alexander when he was on CSI. Uh, without glasses, do you have pictures of him without glasses? We'll see if we can find a picture without glasses of Jason Alexander. Number 17, Stars. <laughs> and and I hope you feel, uh, Marcus, that that represents your your uh, your pick. Yeah, I think Stars is every first boss. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Stars will embody all first bosses. Thank you. Anything else, Marcus? Thank you, Tom. Anything else? Uh, nope, that's it. Uh, yeah. I appreciate the time, and uh, congrats on the 24 hours. Thanks so show. much, buddy. You take care. All right. Let's go here. We're filling out this list pretty good. We're filling it out pretty good. Hello, caller. Welcome. Good evening, Tom. How are you? I'm good. Who's this? This is Eric in upstate New York. What do you got for us, Eric? Um, I got a bunch of wads. Let's hear but, them. Uh, all right. Uh, Clint Eastwood? More like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> well, tell exactly. me why Clint Eastwood should go on. Tell me, make the case. Um, you know, just as, uh, hold on one second. We only do one take Ted Nugent, number four, Ted Nugent goes in at number four. Look, I think that goes on the lousy filmmaker list. The idea that Clint Eastwood is always like my old crew is out of here by three o'clock. Okay. Maybe you should stay till five and make a better movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. We only do one take. Try three at least four, maybe. Ooh, even I like the scene when he talked to that chair. Remember when he talked to that chair? What if this is what I would like to see? If there's some listener out there who can pull that clip and write for me the dialogue that it was in his head that the chair was saying back to him, and I then I will perform it 
to the video of the of him talking to the chair. This is a new contest on the best show. Write scripts that the chair is saying, and I will perform the best ones. I'm not kidding. What do you think of that, Eric? That's that's quite the assignment. I'm I'm sure someone will. I will. It will, it. It will be President Obama, the chair, because he was saying it was Obama. Mr. Obama's here. They're like, I will not read it as Obama, though. I'll be like, my name's not Obama. I'm Keith. I'm a chair. Keith, the chair. It will be now. Who wants to write dialogue for Keith, the chair? Send in scripts. I am not kidding. On next week's show, I will be performing scripts submitted by you, the listeners, as Keith, the chair, the chair that Clint Eastwood acted against. Now, the monologue will be a dialogue. Send it to bestshow4life, the number four, life at gmail.com. Send those scripts in. Not kidding. And go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash the best show. That's how you support the best show. That's how we do all the stuff. We have all the bonus stuff up there. You want the full 24-hour stuff, baby, that's where you're going to get it. Patreon.com slash the best show. And while we're doing plugs, I want to just say, people have been commenting, oh, what's this shirt? It's the guy, Brian Eno. And this is uh, another masterwork from Jeff T. Owens, who is sitting in here with us. How are you, Jeff? Hey, good. I'm not going to make a big belabor. You are one of my all-time favorite artists. Your stuff is unbeatable. You always come up with the coolest twists on everything. And uh, one of the things I was most excited about during the 24-hour show is I, you sent me a bunch of shirts, and I tried to wear as many of them as I could. Yes, awesome. That was awesome. Yes, thank you. It was so thrilling. And where do people get your stuff? Because Jeff did the Best Show logo. You did that logo. Yep. This one, the West Show logo, the Best Show logo. The, the AP Mike is a detective, the noir AP Mike one. The Gary the Squirrel Garkus, the Gary the Tarkus, <laughs> Gary the Squirrel, Vance, all the art. That's Jeff. I am always appreciative of what you do for the show. I just want to say it. Oh, it's awesome to do it. I'm honored. Well, you make the visual side so thrilling. So thank you. And people can get your stuff at Tasteful Shreds. Yes. It's a Instagram uh, page. Or tastefulshreds.com. Tastefulshreds.com. Go there. Check the stuff out. There's a shirt. It's the Rust Never Sleeps type shirt. I'll say this. I love that shirt. Has anybody worn the Paranoid shirt more than I have? (laughs) I don't think so. I wear that shirt (laughs) all the time. I love it so much. Love it. Um, yeah, Tasteful Shreds by Jeff T. Owens. Do not miss it. The best stuff is up there. Anybody you think should be on this list that we're missing? I think a lot of, I think a lot of the ones I've maybe had in mind have been covered. Okay. It's, it's uh, I think I might be mm-hmm. repeating some. 
Yeah, no, we're we're it's a a hundred is a lot. We start to realize we usually yeah. do fifty. Yes. You see how much a hundred actually adds up to. Um did you do a steal your face shirt? Yeah, well I've I've got one that's like a clown. It's like a yeah. with a with a lightning bolt shaped mm-hmm. horn. Okay, yes. So I've done yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot people, of stuff on my metal hand that okay. migrates into tasteful shreds. And my metal hand is the the previous iteration of things. Is right. that fair to say? Yeah, this is all like pandemic era art experiments. Okay. So I don't keep up with a lot of them. But, sure. But, um, well, yeah, there's, there's so much to look at and check out and so many amazing shirts to order. And you should order all of them. Well, maybe not all. <laughs> pick a bunch out. Order them. Um, um, I appreciated how much your Rickles tie got uh, got on the 24-hour show. Me too. That was fun. I'm so glad that I had the tie on the cart with me and then just started showing it to people. Uh, yeah, and you met my buddy Dan Nelson, huh? He gave you that tattoo. That's your buddy. Yeah, I gave him one of the uh, ties also. We were at a wedding together. And then he actually found a picture of Don wearing it. So um, you're the, the tie one. guy. Yeah, this is Eric from upstate New York. Okay. Rickles tie guy, a.k.a., I guess. Your name is not Eric from upstate New York anymore. Your name is Rickles tie, okay? It's going to work so much better for you. Anytime you call, I'm going to say it's Rickles tie. You're going to go to the front of the line. Sounds good. Hey, Tom, it's Rickles tie, a.k.a. Eric from upstate New York. <laughs> nice. What do you call that? A speed pass or something like that? It's a speed pass. Yes. And it won't cost $25 like the one I paid for at Disneyland to ride the Star Wars ride. What do you got for me, Rickles tie? Um, well... I got a couple more wads, but first I wanted to tell you about something real quick. Yeah. I uh, I just read this Making of Midnight Cowboy book. Okay. Uh, very entertaining. What's, and, it, um, what's it called? I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah. The sequel. I almost but did. I I look, apparently. Rickles tie. Today I did my own I'm walking here. When I saved a dog's life. Oh, you're a hero. Yeah. And did I get, but you know what? Once that experience was over, I said to myself, according to this lady, a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich because she did not care. You'd think she hated that dog for the way I, she's like, oh, you saved this dog that I can't stand. Oh, boy. Thank you, sir. Other guy. Me. Okay, uh, I'm right here too. I was the guy in traffic waving, trying to stop the cars from hitting your dog. Okay. Well, so I guess apparently MGM had the rights to the book of Midnight Cowboy first. Okay. And uh, they would only make it if they could choose the uh the two stars okay and uh who did they hilarious. want please this would, i cannot would you wait care to take a guess let's see there's two stars they wanted let's think they wanted 
for Joe Buck and uh, they, okay. Razzo Rizzo. For Joe Buck, they wanted Burt Lancaster. Uh, close, but a bit of a musical Tony thing. Curtis. Hey, I'm walking here. I'm walking here, Tony Curtis. Now, give me a hint. Give me a hint for Joe Buck. What if they wanted Joe uh, Buck? The um, Joe Buck. He was he was a movie star. John but Wayne. That, he was a music star. He was a music star before that. Bobby Sherman. No, he he'll always be remembered as more of a movie uh, a music star. You know, a, a Elvis. You got it. They wanted Elvis to. Hey man, hey man. My name's Joe Buck. Only man. Elvis, yeah. Right. Uh huh. I'm a hustler, baby. Uh huh. Actually, I will say, 1969, coming off of uh, the 68 comeback, I can see why they'd want it. Who did they want for Ratso Rizzo? Movie. Give me a hint. Give me a hint for Ratso Rizzo. Artie Feldman. Right. The hint it would be. This guy, he's amazing, but he was kind of a sidekick to Seinfeld movie and music stars. I'm walking here. Kramer, I'm walking here. He was a sidekick to who now? To the Rat Pack. Norman Fell. Sammy Davis Jr. Well, first of all, he's not a sidekick to the Rat Pack. Sammy Davis Jr. No, yeah, no, but they, they look, they, they, those guys treated him horribly. Right. Yeah. I'll say this: I'd rather see that movie with Elvis and Sammy Davis Jr. in it, right? A musical, or anything. It could be anything. I'd rather see that movie than uh, uh, John Voigt. And Dustin Hoffman. You got anything for the topic, Rigglesty? Sure. Uh, Mark Twain. Oh, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Why? You know. I don't. That's why I said why six times. <laughs> because he's ridiculous, pompous. Uh, poignant at times, you know. You're kind of making the case in a very. I still am not all the way there on Mark Twain. Roseanne Barr needs to make the list. Top twenty-five, Roseanne Barr. Please, for the love of Christ, what um. Uh, yeah, Mark, uh, number, number 20, Roseanne Barr. Who else you got? Someone who I, I really love, yeah. but they were kind of a wad, Johnny Ramone. He is kind of a wad. Third tier, Johnny Ramone. Love, as influential as any human has ever been on my life, he makes the wad list, though. Yeah, people love to hate on him who were Ramones fans, but they're they're really they wouldn't have been the same without him and his attitude. Yeah. yeah. The Ramones needed a wad to drive yeah. the bus. Construction a hard hat. A hard know? hat. They needed a hard hat to Evan Edgar. 
a ham and egger to crack uh to crack some eggs. You don't make no omelets by breaking no eggs. Number 100 should be in deference to AP Mike Johnny Wad also. Anybody else? Rickleston? Do you think they would uh remake Midnight Cowboy with now like oh, Justin Timberlake and <laughs> No, not Justin Timberlake. Uh Action Bronson. No. Mm. <laughs> Let me think. I think it just make it with Jake and Logan Paul. Right? Oh, perfect. Two two Joe Bucks. Two dumb Joe Bucks. They should remake Social Network with those guys as the Winklevoss twins. They just remake everything with them. I love them. Hey, is it just me, or does Nathan Gelgood and Greg Wilson sound like they grew up in like the same household? Ooh, that's you cold. notice that? That's cold. Look, there's a line, Rickles tie. You might own the ties. No, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. You might own the ties. You're not... You're not Rickles, though, to rip on these people to that degree. <laughs> Nathan no, Gelgood just rip. texted me. Oh. Yes, he has my number. I don't know how he got it. He suggested <laughs> Robert Evans for the list. He's not making the list. My favorite thing, Robert Evans. I bought his uh, X t-shirt. You bought what? I bought that Knicks t-shirt that he made. Yeah. The John Was it Starks actually one? a coop drawing, but yeah, no, the, the, Oh, the other one. That's amazing. The, I, I love it. Was it. Like a remake. Great yeah. shirt. Great shirt. I love yeah, it. And cool. I'll check Nathan's stuff out too. After you check, uh, Jeff's out, then you can go check Nathan's out or at the same time. I love Jeff T. Owens. I, me too. Right. He's right here. I have to say, but it's true. Anyway, I'd say it if he wasn't my favorite Evans thing is when he talks about, uh, background is foreground. If I wear a tie and people compliment it, first thing I do, I put in the shredder. I put in the shredder. I'm not here to wear the tie. I'm here to wear the tie, not to have the tie wear me. Background is foreground. Listen, pal. And then when he brings a book in to get, and he's like the guy optioned, like he brings a book into this one executive when he's starting out and the guy options it. And then... Then he gets his next book. He brings it in and he tells the same executive about it. And it is my dream to say this at some point in my life in a in an in an actual business type setting. He goes, "Well, thanks for the tip, Evans." And then he goes, "Uh-uh, not so fast, pal. I got the option on this one." But just to say in an actual business setting to say, "Uh-uh, not so fast, pal." would be the greatest moment of my life. Uh-uh. Not so fast, pal. I got the option. Rickles, Ty, you're the best. Thanks for the call. Bye, bye. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. It's Taylor from uh, Los Angeles. Taylor, what do you got for us? We only have a minute or two left. I know, man. You're hanging in there so well. You're doing a great job. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I've got two. I've got um, Vin Diesel, but specifically playing Dominic Toretto. Now he's like that... pushed off a couple of directors off the set. 
Look, I like Vin Diesel. When people say, oh, The Rock versus Vin Diesel, I'll take Vin Diesel over The Rock every time. The Rock has never made a good movie that Vin Diesel wasn't also in. Every The Rock jumped on that franchise so late. That's on Vin's back. It's on Vin's back. Not The Rock's back. Vin's back. You don't see uh, Vin Diesel jumping on San Andreas 5. Right? Black Adam 4. Yeah, I mean Black Adam 4. That's a, that's a loan. I'm sorry. Um, you know what I mean? What good movie has The Rock ever done? Seriously. And everybody goes, oh, Southland tells. Okay, he that's not his movie. Talk about one he's in for more than good movie, 20 though. minutes. That's a real good movie. Talk about one he's in for more than 20 minutes. Yeah. No, I get you. The Scorpion King. San Andreas, right? They're all bad. It sounds like you want to make you. It sounds like you want to make Rock a one. You know what? This one's going to be controversial. I'm putting the Rock on the wad list. Can I see the list, please? <laughs> the Rock <laughs> is making the list. He drives me nuts because he also floats the idea that he's going to be president someday as if it's that easy. And it's just a matter of <laughs> when he chooses to become president. Can't wait to yeah. watch him try to be president and poll so poorly because he like eats it in a debate. Although now he'd probably just say he'd be president and then he would become president. But imagine the day when everybody thinks he sucks because he's a bad president he will not be able to handle that. He can't handle that. Oh, yeah, it'll, that'll be scary. Yeah. Top, the second tier for The Rock, please. <laughs> right next to Hulk Hogan, 44. <laughs> I want Ariel Pink at 41, Hulk Hogan 43, The Rock at 44. Okay. Did Elon end up oh, end man. up making it? Elon Musk needs to be on the list. Put him in between. He sucks so bad, though. Put him on the first page. I hope he charges for X. Oh my God! I hope. <laughs> I hope he thinks that that's the move. He's pro- he's like the producers with this website. He's doing a, the producers with it. He's trying to. He's doing everything he can. <laughs> To make the, to make Twitter bomb, he's working <laughs> overtime to make Twitter bomb. Taylor, I got to take more calls. Anything real quick? Yeah. Oh, I just had one. If we're gonna take authors, like big chauvinist authors, and don't don't do uh, whatever that guy said. Who do you want to do? Do we lose you, Taylor? We lost him. Very exciting. I think Norman Mailer's ghost got him. Hello, best show. Hello. Hello, best show. No, no time. Final call. Final call. Hello, best show. Hello, best show. Ooh, no more calls. How about that? No more calls. 
How many are we missing on this list? Do we know? How many empty spots? Not if we have to do a quick count, I think. Well, if only somebody here knew how to do that. Wrong group. This is not exactly the math group. I think we have about 30 is the estimate. of 30? Yeah, we still got some work to do. All right. We'll do more of it next week. Beep, boop, beep, boop. If only those podcasts arrived, guys, didn't stop by, we would have finished. But they had to show up and talk all about roller coasters. All right, everybody. This is what I want to say. First of all, the 24-hour show was a complete thrill and a total uh, amazing adventure to go on and to pull off. And it took months of work. And I am uh, just impressed by the work everybody did. We were all, uh, it was just amazing. The whole thing is over at patreon.com slash the best show. That's the full 24-hour video is there. You got to support the show. You really do. You got to support the best show. This is, we do this. We work very hard. You can see who else is doing a 24-hour show. We earn it. These other shows ain't earning it. We're earning it. Every week we earn it. Take this very seriously. So support the show. That's how you support the show. Patreon.com slash the best show. Also. Sad, sad uh, news. Um, Joe Matt passed away. Um. Joe, he, Joe, uh, was an artist, a cartoonist, uh, one of the most brilliant guys to ever do it. You might know his work. He did a book called Peep Show in the 90s. His crew, he was with uh, 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 Chester Brown and Seth. And Peep Show is one of the greatest books uh, I've ever read in terms of comics or even beyond comics. It's, I've never experienced more brutal, hilarious honesty than what Joe Matt did with those books. He turned the things that are most people's secrets, he he turned it into art. And he really, he leaned hard into what other people would pull away from. I know the word courage gets thrown around a lot in bravery. In art, I'm always very suspicious when people use words like that when it comes to art but joe matt was an incredibly courageous artist the way he told stories the way he held up a mirror to himself and the degree that he was 
unafraid to show this side of himself, which in a way lets you see your own side of yourself with it. It really was just an amazing accomplishment. His work is just, will always mean so much to me. It informed so much, and I believe this wholeheartedly, his work and his attitude towards his honesty when it happened, he really was the kind of person who brought a certain kind of self-analysis and self-revelation and, and, and just being fearless with it that, that maybe everybody didn't read Peep Show, but a lot of people who make other things read Peep Show, and that spider webbed out to where his work changed the culture in its own way. Uh, I am absolutely certain of that. There are examples of his stuff having uh, made impressions on uh, other people. There's musicians. I don't know if I can get into that. Um, well, I guess I can. The Rivers Cuomo, Pinkerton's the best Weezer album. And Joe Matt was an influence on Rivers Cuomo, for example. If it wasn't for Joe Matt, you don't get Pinkerton and in all of its weird, intense, ugly humanity. Yeah, and Joe, Matt, also did the cover of the book for the best show, Sharpling and Worcester box set. He drew Jonas Roy and me in a black polo shirt on the cover of the book. I was so thrilled when he said yes to that. What a true thrill that somebody I admired to the degree that I did with Joe Matt would would uh, participate in us putting that box set together. Um, I'm very touched to know that he was a fan of this show and he was a fan of the calls me and John did. Um. He really, um, he just was, uh, the idea that this show meant anything to him is mind boggling to me. And, um, it's just, uh, the kind of thing that I can just be grateful that people who make things can inspire other people who make things. And that's the true beauty of getting to do this kind of thing that we all can um your your favorite person uh can inspire you and then you could be there somebody that they are inspired by whatever it is it's making stuff that's the beauty it's not about fame it's not about money it's not about notoriety it's about the love of making art and making your life your art as 
as uh, you know, goofy as that might sound, there's nothing truer than that. That you're getting to make your life uh, into your art and your your uh, art into your life. That's the biggest gift you could ever get. And this guy, uh, Joe Matt, he did it. So we will all be grateful for what Joe Matt did and he will be missed and we can only uh, say rest in peace and check the workout if you don't know it and just uh, support artists while they're around because people go when you don't think they're going to go they're very human and it happens. So try to support people who are here and support the people who are in it for life and rest in peace. Joe, Matt best show. will be back next week. We got some guests on next week's show. Very exciting. I'll tell you all about it during the week, but also get those Keith, the chair scripts in and uh, we'll do that next week. I'm going to play something by a group. We don't normally play stuff by, on the show in honor of Joe's favorite group. They're just going to play a song. Rest in peace. Joe mad. See you next week. The best show is produced in partnership with the forever dog podcast network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Burns, segment producer Michael Liss. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.